0: what's going on everyone welcome to the season gaming big cast episode 208 i am your host ainsley bowden and we have uh, an interesting setup for you today as you can see so we've got a, a late surprise arrival by mr hoag himself so he's coming to you from family vacation time so we'll not be on camera but he's here and present and accounted for good morning man
1: that's right. I live my life as a logo for my law firm now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably works.
1: You know, it probably works. <laughs> well, it's, it's
0: better than seeing me some days. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us as always, just rolling back into town himself, is the man, the myth, the seven. You know him well, Mr. Rodriguez. Good morning.
2: Yeah, man. I'm a little jealous of Hogue being out at the lake. I was there yesterday for a day, but I'm going back out next weekend, so... <laughs> time to disconnect a little bit from this yes. insane world so
0: yeah yeah it yeah it's a good time to kind of take a break and step away from 100%. most things at the moment so yes yep. as always also rolling in uh out at the seat uh i can't speak you know rolling in hot is what i'll say is are partially disheveled this morning but still dapper as always mr tie guy travis good morning man
3: McClunky. yeah i can say uh i'm not jealous of Hug for being on a lake i i i don't think I've ever wanted to be on a lake, although I am. Um, I'm a little.
4: Ninety-seven <laughs> percent of all murders happen at lakes. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it's just it's like never insane.
3: a place I've desired to be. I I really I don't know if I love
4: Travis. You fly out here, I'll take you. It, you'll, you'll you'll
1: never you'll never say the same thing again.
3: He'll he'll be the father I never had. He'll teach me how to fish. <laughs> he'll show me how to make a campfire. Yeah, no, I I I, I hate the outdoors. I guess is what I'm saying. So. <laughs> um but i i will say i'm a little i'm a little upset that he doesn't have his camera on because now i won't know if i've incurred his wrath i won't get the payoff of saying something that offends him you know i won't get that I like see. that look uh a visual disappointment yeah, so. yes yeah that's uh that's the unfortunate part <laughs>
0: and you know him well he's been on big cast many times he he somehow finagled his way to get on the show today i didn't even invite him to be honest with you but no <laughs> the host of a trophy room a playstation the trophy room a playstation podcast yeah. mr joseph moran good morning brother
4: Hello, oh, hello. I'm here to save you all from Hoag's bad Star Wars takes. Ah, <laughs> ah, They're awful, okay. Hoag. They're awful.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: Someone needs to put an end to
0: it, you know? <laughs> I've come okay, to destroy all right. your We, we could
1: have an entire segment on Obi-Wan if you want, but there's not enough possible yeah, to really spend it, the time.
0: Yeah, and in, in my DMs, Joe said Obi-Wan was a 13 out of 10. Yeah. That, that, oh my God! That is a real stat that I have a screenshot yeah. for. So. It's it's oh. true.
4: I say I say the show itself a seven, but because my Star Wars bias is a thirteen out of ten. Wow! Oh, this boy. Explains a
0: lot
1: about his
3: Bloodborne opinions. That <laughs> yeah, they're great. Oh, boy. Yeah, his review See, scale goes 10. up. You to can't even rile me
1: up right now. So it's all it? it's all good. Yeah, listen, okay. I got Nerf yeah, Legends dude, over here. Dude, this oh, is perfect. Nerf,
4: bad this, game, is the time to
3: re- this is the time to reform Hogue. He's on a lake, he's relaxed, That's right. he's <laughs> not he's not in a combative mood. It's time, man.
0: Yeah, and you've yeah. got you got backup. There you go. Beautiful. There you go. Let's there reform, you go. <laughs> well anyway, do we do what um, we must. <laughs> so we're gonna roll with the five of us this morning. Should be a fun show, of course. Uh it was actually a pretty light news week in terms of uh video game stuff, but we did right. get an interesting Sorry, <laughs> I right. said right. I oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you I didn't don't insult go. anybody. I just said right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hear what you said, and it, it threw me off. So see, I didn't know not you being you able to see
3: him, I'm telling you, not being able to see him go right because
1: yeah, yeah, it's again. different. Yeah, it's right. different. Sorry I see. That. Okay, I'll try to work on my interjections. I apologize, Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we did get a a good interview out of Japan from uh, Mr. Miyazaki. Praise be uh the head of from software and uh he talks about Elden ring he talks about the company talks about their next project and of course joe is here so we can speculate a little bit on the bloodborne 2 that will never come to fruition um we're also going to talk about uh some of the stuff we saw of plague tale requiem this week uh and what is shaping up to be an incredible october go figure everyone's piling their releases into late in the year we'll talk about that And uh, we should have a Nintendo Direct this week as well, so we'll talk about that and what our expectations are for Nintendo. But before we do all that, of course, uh, let's talk about some of the things we're currently playing, maybe setting up for some reviews and some other things. So, Joe, I'm going to start with you being the guest, and I'm going to play right into this uh, $2 Super Chat we got from the Vampire himself. (laughs) <laughs> Xbox expansion pass. Luke in the chat, should sure. <laughs> take on Sea of Thieves, please. He's literally paying for someone to talk about Sea of Thieves on Big Cast. That's where we are. Nice. What is wrong with? You?
4: I've stated many a times that Sea of Thieves is, in fact, the best games of service game that Xbox has in their portfolio. It doesn't even come close right now.
1: Do
0: they have other, do they have Are there other games, games? of the service? <laughs> <games>? <laughs> I guess Halo
4: Infinite's one of them. Forza, yeah, you know, you could throw some Forza, out there.
0: Halo Infinite, State of Decay two, mm-hmm. even though it's long in the tooth now. Um, exactly. Yeah, Forza is, uh, I don't
3: know if I would agree. It's it's a uh, games of the service. Horizon Five. Listen, I'm about to go <laughs> a step further.
4: So let's let's <laughs> we're gonna have plenty of discussion after this. It's also probably Xbox's best exclusive at this point. See. You see where I come in with the hot takes already? I all love
0: right. Sea of Thieves. Well, not I hot. Know. Bad takes. But yeah, they're hot takes. Great takes. takes. You, you Great takes.
1: It's a
3: good game. I, I'm okay with that takes. Yeah. well, it's, it's one of their most has-
1: novel. Novel is
4: good. I like novelty. That's, true. That's you know, true. I'll take novelty. But yeah, I have like over 21 days <laughs> logged into Sea of Thieves. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the one thing that I love about Sea of Thieves is you can have an amazing night of like you're cashing in all the stuff or you can have the worst night of your life like Sea of Thieves gives and it takes Um, and it really just relies so much on the player skill and just how they work around some of the limitations that Sea of Thieves kind of offers because in kind of like the the first glance at Sea of Thieves it kind of reminds me a bit like Super Smash Brothers in the way of like it's rather limited when you first look at it anybody can jump in and you know enjoy it but there are people that have learned the system so much to the extent that it is some of the most in-depth gameplay that you can, you can play. That's what kind of reminds me of Sea of Thieves. There's just, sometimes it's just, you're walking through like, I don't know, a, a, a castle fort. the one minute you're discovering some shipwrecks the next, and then the next minute you're fighting like three guys that were supposed to be a part of your Alliance. And it just gets, so chaotic so i love sea of thieves so very much uh and yeah me and the vampire himself Luke were playing a crap ton over the weekend we had one of those moments where like we just Uh, you guys came together this is yeah it's kind of like
3: cross aisles well you know
4: his mother says he doesn't have a lot of people to kind of play with right right, you know he needs that like father you don't have to make excuses joe i
3: get it love conquers all it's cool man
4: i'm just (laughs) doing it for my girlfriend aka his mother so like yeah (laughs) there's just some There's just some really great fun to be had in Sea of Thieves. Please give it a shot. Whether you're just solo slooping it, whether you found three other friends, go on a galley, it's it's a great time. But, but you got you
3: guys both seem to have pretty uh intimate relationships with one another's mother. What is that strange. you guys on a family tree? How does that
4: uh well out? on the Puerto Rican uh family tree of mine, he would be like a second cousin. Got it, okay, yeah. and then yeah, yeah. it's very simplistic.
3: Him, so. yeah, Travis electing to dig into this a choice. I tell you that That's a, just, there's, there's clearly some sort of Game of Thrones alliance happening here where <laughs> you know the, the Ronts got married off to help strengthen okay. the uh alliance. Uh, it's, it's very okay. uh, interesting.
4: While Andrew raids me in here, I've also been playing Matterfall, which is a game that okay. I have not tried out. Um, I actually, my first.
0: What's up? It's uh, sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you. The studio yeah. who made Returnal, Housemark, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So Returnal is actually my first true Housemark experience, like playing it from start to finish. So I've been going back to their catalog and just playing and completing all their games. And Matterfall to me is just oh my god! It's kind of like a shmup meets a Metroid game to Ooh. me. It's so I haven't, I haven't darn it. yeah, it's so darn good. I highly recommend everybody checking out not so much of the fan of the music of the game, but the action is fantastic. And after after beating that game, I'm like, if there is a deity out there, if we could will something into existence, <laughs> Housemark needs to
0: make a Metroid game because that would be fantastic. So yeah, someone, that's all I've been playing. Someone needs to make a match for your game. <laughs> we'll leave it there. You guys didn't see the logo like eight years ago yeah right
3: yeah.
0: uh i haven't played matterfall but when you say shmup meets metroid uh i'm immediately intrigued so is this one of the games that is now available on the new P- kind of ps plus offering yeah
4: yeah yeah it's it's very much like if you've played returnal i when i was getting into returnal people were like this is actually like 3d matterfall like like on a 3d plane because matterfall really is like just bullet hell you know everything around you shoot like just just leave the trigger on type of type of game and uh all yeah, I've been like enjoying that. the crap out of it. Yeah, yeah
3: I mean the, that's the Housemark the House style. The, the one you fly oh, Rezogun? Gun, rezo gun. Yeah, yeah, I love that game, and it's it's also like it has a lot in common with House or with. Um, I
1: don't think Housemark has made a bad game, honestly. Um, but you have to like what they make.
0: Yeah, and uh, next Machina is excellent as well. That is, uh, I love that one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they're they're very talented studio and i i think joe and i talked about it maybe on cast but that's one of the things i really like what that's one of the acquisitions i really liked was seeing house market purchased by playstation because give that studio more resources yeah get money see what they could do
1: yeah. that's like the double fine to me it's like i'm happy to see double fine get funded yeah. i'm happy to yep. see house market funded yeah absolutely
0: yeah. agreed
1: percent.
3: and i think part of it is because they have such strong identities that you can imagine what their game would be like if they were yep. larger rather than some of these that get acquired before they get that chance to kind of create a culture. So yeah, yeah. well,
1: and Returnal's yeah. wild, right? Because you see the previews for Returnal, and you're like, "How is that a housemark game?" Because they're very good at this arcade, you know, uh, shooting. It feels and like then, an
3: arcade game, though.
1: Yeah, well, that's yeah. When you cool. when you wind up playing Returnal, you're like, "Oh yeah, that's definitely a housemark game." But it's hard to imagine when you just like, oh, "Whoa, you're making that? All right." <laughs> and they nailed it. You know, <laughs> I, love it. I love Returnal. I love Returnal. It's
3: amazing. Super Stardust is also good. Somebody mentioned that in the chat.
1: Yeah, Super yeah, Stardust
0: yeah, 3D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah classic that's, good what morning. that's
4: actually next on the list
0: <laughs> what's going on Chad? good to good to see everyone this morning all regulars in the house good to have you here with us so uh dan you've been playing anything good man
2: i tried returnal
0: because i
2: got ps plus whatever <laughs> no. it is premium okay yeah
0: i, I want to yeah. hear this experience please elaborate <laughs> no,
2: no, it was like five minutes you know? <laughs> <laughs> so i i knew about <laughs> five minutes in that that wasn't going to happen but i also downloaded demon souls and that yes. also was about five minutes Damn. And, uh, yeah that was that was about how long i lasted so i think i've got all of my uh, value out of my ps plus uh, <laughs> so your, your broadband's getting more
1: exercise than your fingers
2: yeah yeah that was too much but what i did play was that i enjoyed and then i actually continued to play as chorus that yeah. game i mean i i kind of i've been wanting to play it but i just kind of been holding off on it i've had it forever and it's amazing,
1: it's super it fun. Chorus game. is awesome, yeah. Is my top 10 list last year, yeah. I mean, I,
2: I, yeah, I don't know why I waited so long. Um, it's, it's it's just like I didn't realize what it was until I really got into it. I mean, I was like, oh, it's cool, it's a little 3D flying, and, you know, I love that kind of gameplay, but then you know, the, all these little side missions kind of started popping up. You know, once you get used to kind of the controls, it, it really plays really well, uh, oh, yeah. inverted, uh, mm-hmm. and then it. it I've just been playing the hell out of it. Also, obviously, I, you know, in our DMs, I showed you that I had 328 hours in Horizon for Ben West. I don't West. even know don't how know. that's possible. I don't know. I don't, know. Either. I don't <laughs> know either. You know what? I wouldn't look though. I have over 400 in Ghost of Tsushima between <laughs> PS4 and
1: ps 4 What are you
3: doing in these games, Dan? I don't yeah, know. he pre- presses pause and gets in a fight with his kids. <laughs> that, that might yeah. be it.
2: I, I did finally get the Platinum. I played Strike. I played twice. I kind of oh, cheated okay. because I went and got like the best like piece. That's not yeah. cheating. Well, I mean yeah, it, it kind of is when you just get on there and then they, they just come at you and you know they're little No no, it's designed that
1: way. It's like playing Gwent know. in Witcher. You're supposed to uh, go and get and get leveled up and then beat these people well, down.
2: Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's what happened. It took about two seconds. I was like, Oh man, I could have done this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um been playing a lot of that, uh, mostly chorus though this week. Uh, and Trek to Yomi, I finally started that up too. Nice, okay. it's, it's it's all right, it's all right. Enjoy How do you like the, the combat
4: in that game? I was immediately turned off.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not very. I think Travis said it in his review, didn't you? Like, didn't you say it was like very simplistic? Wait, does anybody read yeah. Travis's
4: reviews? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I read the hate that he gets. to that count? Okay, all right. <laughs> no, it's very basic us.
2: combat, you know, and yeah. it's not
3: there's not a whole lot to it, you know, and yeah, I, I, it, I it's. Yeah, it it is extremely simple and kind of uh, after after like two hours, you're like, all right, I I've seen it all. Yeah. But then it, then it sort of more becomes about just like the journey and the story. But yeah, the, right. the combat's not great. Yeah,
2: it's,
3: it's still
0: good, it's still a good game. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, it's Miles
0: dampier week. in the chat says, "I'm just here to say Joe does not deserve Bloodborne at 60 FPS, but everyone been. else does. I agree with that, Miles. M- me." Miles is one hundred percent correct at this.
4: I have nothing bad to say about Miles. He's an excellent human being. I hope <laughs> that he would say anything like that to me.
0: <laughs> oh man, Hogue, you've been on vacation, man. You playing anything while uh, while traveling, or just kind of t- disconnecting entirely?
1: No, no, I would never disconnect entirely. That's not how I roll. Uh, no, I actually just got here, but I am the new proud owner of a Steam Deck, and so I've yes. been messing around with the technology. Um, and for folks that are interested who've been waiting for a super switch, uh, it is a super switch. Um, so I've been able to use the connections that I've, uh, had for my switch to my TV, um, and use the steam deck there. Uh, and it also talks fantastically well with a switch pro controller. So effectively mm. it has just taken over my, my switch role and I'm buying my indie games there and it's the steam summer sale and all that stuff. Uh, so I'm playing right now through final fantasy five, the pixel remaster, because I haven't actually Played through that game before, and I'm a Final Fantasy fiend, as I think a lot of you know. Um, and then, in terms of Metroidvania type games, uh, I am playing a game called Ender Lilies, uh, that is really, really interesting. If you haven't heard of it uh, before, uh, I highly recommend checking it out. It seems to be excellent. I'm not far enough in to kind of give final stamp of approval on that, uh, but it is a, a Metroidvania with multiple powers and uh, synergies and interactions uh between uh spirits that you control uh and things of that nature. So uh basic Steam Deck on a on a vacation T V um is is what I'm playing right now, but having a lot of fun doing it.
0: Nice. Yeah, man, I'm I'm jealous. I know Joe, you have Steam Deck too. Travis, do you have a Steam Deck? I do. Two of, them. Two of them. man. Jealous man. I was immediate order first minute they went live and mine still has not shipped i'm just sitting here waiting
1: mine only i so i was i was in that first hour as well i only got the email like uh two weeks ago
0: man yeah mine says third quarter so a few months yet but uh i'm excited i'm excited i I haven't heard a bad thing about it i haven't heard uh, the only
1: thing i would say is i have have some some
0: bad things to say about it yeah
1: i was gonna gonna say it's not as clean as a switch
0: right so a switch is a little bit plug and play uh the
1: steam deck is a pc uh, so mm-hmm. it does weird stuff on occasion. It loses your buttons and, and, and does that kind of thing. It's yeah. a little bit it's a little bit more fraught. Uh, it also was, does
3: the thing that I was most worried about, which is that it does not support your entire Steam library, not even close. Uh, about I have about a 20% success rate on the game actually being mm-hmm. supported on the Steam Deck, and all the, the biggest games that you would hope to play on it don't because of... Really? Uh, yeah, because of... Um, uh, anti cheat. It can't do anti cheat on the Steam yeah, Deck. Yeah, your yet, your so. mileage may
1: vary on what your biggest games are, but yeah, if it's got a multiplayer right. component, it's not coming to the Steam Deck. Yeah, either.
3: I just wanted to you know log into Destiny on it. Or, I knew I knew or, that's
1: what you meant, Travis. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. No, but I, to me, it's the, I'm the opposite, right? So I'm playing I'm playing my Final Fantasies and things. Like, I have like an eighty percent success rate uh, nice. on the on the things that work. But Travis is exactly right. That the stuff that really connects to the internet has kind of a cheat uh, capacity. Those are all going to be eliminated, and then some oddball things are going to be eliminated. But I've actually been pretty happy with what it's been working because obviously, you have to buy everything new on the Nintendo Switch Steam Deck. You can at least go look at your library and see, see what you've sure. got and, and play those games. And obviously, yeah. you know, with the power of the Steam Deck, it is running the crap out of the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. <laughs> and because Square Enix are idiots and haven't released them on a console that connects directly to a TV. Uh, this is my workaround, and it works brilliantly. Hulk, how
4: much is the Pixel Remasters? You don't mind. So I got all
1: six, um, and in the Steam, the Steam price show? for the package was, I want to say, 70, 70 for all six. Okay. Something like okay. that.
4: I, I want to jump into Final Fantasy. It's a series that I've neglected literally all my life until Seven Remake, and I've really enjoyed Seven Remake, so I want to, like go back to the past a little bit and and revisit Well, the pixel
1: remasters are brilliant. In my opinion, you know, they, they do some really good stuff without ruining the, um, I don't know, the flavor of what final fantasy is, uh, unlike some of their kind of cell phone mods. So the pixel remasters are fantastic. They take all the music, they make it symphonic. Uh, Hmm. they, they do some kind of modern quality of life adjustments for how the battles actually work. Uh, they let you move diagonally. You know, these are the little things that you can add to a game that's 30 years old. Uh, and, uh, it's it's wonderful i i love them to okay. death but i'm also the wrong person to ask for an unbiased take on final fantasy particularly four five and six here
4: well I, I got a question so i everybody tells me to go to six so i'll probably end up going to six but yeah others say if you want the more modern like final fantasy because i tried what was it 15 right and did not sure. like it that much uh people are like if you like the final fantasy seven remake combat the Final Fantasy game that might be more up your alley would be Final Fantasy 13. Uh,
1: did you say so, that's correct? Yeah, so before you get to seven, Final <laughs> Fantasy is, you know, two-dimensional pixels and, and world maps and, and all everything else. So that's kind of its yeah. own version of the game. That's why the pixel remasters only go 1 to 6. Um, 4, 5, and 6. 5 is still kind of pending because I'm playing it, but I'm loving it. So 4, 5, and 6 is kind of my favorite version of those early Final Fantasies. Um, so... What I'd actually probably recommend is, if you're interested in those, just go four, five, six because they kind of evolve up to six. Six is my favorite in the series. Uh, thirteen is underrated and excellent, but it's not going to give you a Final Fantasy VII remake feel. That's not what thirteen right. does.
0: <clears throat> nope. Okay. Okay. And and I'm this is this out. is correct by the way. Uh, uh, what,
1: what what is being said? I can't. Love oh, him. sorry. <laughs> oh, it says says
0: uh, it all the time, but Final Fantasy four, six, and nine are the best. Uh, four, four, and,
3: We're here.
1: four and six are excellent. Seven is excellent. Eight is excellent. Nine is excellent. Ten, a lot of people love, but it's very melancholy, so you got to be in the mood for that. That's true. Um, Twelve is uh, very interesting. It's kind of a cross between a single player and an MMO. Uh, Final Fantasy. Thirteen, very underrated. Excellent battle system. Uh, a lot of cool narrative beats. Uh, Fourteen is the MMO right now. Fifteen that you said you tried is. Uh, you know, it's an action game, and it's better than the sum of its parts, but it clearly didn't come together fully baked. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy the 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 kind of difference, you know, and, and range you get in the Final Fantasy games. But for someone like you, Joe, we talked about this the other day. You played Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII Remake as your first Final Fantasy, which, yeah. first of all, is crazy to an old person to beat. like me. To beat, by the yeah. way. Oh, to beat. But I yeah. would say that I'd be very interested to see if your attention span would stay if you went back to like Final Fantasy IV because they're in- obviously incredibly different games. Yeah, um, but they're they're fantastic though. I mean, you just have they're... to let the
1: narratives go and get to. You have to get far enough, maybe a couple hours, for the battle system to give some pushback, and mm. you'll be sucked in. Four, four, okay. five, six are awesome.
4: Yeah, I'll well, just purchase six.
0: So, all right, six know, is, is
1: six is fantastic. That's the War of the Magi. Go nuts.
0: Yeah, six is the is the best of all six of is the them. best
1: in the series, in my opinion. Yeah, in my okay. opinion too. But also, listening, you're listening listening to two
0: older people who grew up with Final Fantasy. So, hey man, it's
1: seasoned. It's seasoned. (laughs) If you got the pixel remaster, you get the orchestration, you get Nobu Uematsu at the full height of his powers. Joe just know they're hipsters. Their opinions oh are weird.
3: I love hip- are I, One of the most weird. popular
1: series on earth makes us <laughs> yeah. hipsters.
3: Uh, Hoag just said thirteen is underrated. I that I do not like that game. So thirteen is way, way
0: underrated. Now. Oh, fight me, Travis! You're killing the I lake. Will fight you.
3: Like, <laughs> am I not gonna? Yeah, I'll fight you. I, the I
0: just love the fact that uh, uh, Travis, who's a guy wearing a tie in San Francisco, was calling me and Hoag hipsters. That's the funniest <laughs> part of this joke. Wouldn't
3: I be the ultimate conformist if I'm a if I'm a guy in a tie in a major
0: city. Oh, well, you want to
1: get into a philosophical debate about whether if you institutionalize hipsterism, you've actually become the man? We can, we can definitely true. talk oh, yeah. about that. You know, yeah. You no,
3: know, I, uh, I, I just think some of the – I don't know. I could give my own takes. I I don't like 10 either, which a lot of people don't like. My, big, my main problem with 10 I'm is – I'm not a fan of 10. Me. The main character is basically a crypto, bro.
1: But yeah, whatever. Let's move <laughs> on. Ten is, 10 is very melancholy. And
0: I've, I've never quite vibed with it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's, People it, love it,
3: 10, though. That's like they do. They, up, do, they really we'll do. probably say 7 and 10 well, are like the, and, the best
0: ones. But people. remember, and, and there is there is some nuance there, right? Because part of and I'm not taking anything away from the games. But part of what made 7 so beloved was it was the first Final Fantasy in 3D on the PS1, right? Yep. And there's a huge nostalgia factor for that. Part of what made Final Fantasy X so beloved, it was the first Final Fantasy on PS2. That's right, and the same thing played out. So there, there is that kind of nuance to when those games were released as well.
3: All right, well, fourteen is the best Final Fantasy. Let's move on.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, if I could ever get past the, it gets good after 300 hours. I'm sure fourteen is
0: excellent.
3: <laughs> it's 90 hours. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm down.
0: sorry. It's good Let's after not 90. Not over hours. exaggerate. I mean. All on. right. All right. Um, so I am playing, uh, i mentioned a couple games. So I'm playing a game, a horror game called Phobia. Uh, it's St. Dimfna, which is a weird word to say. Dimfna Hotel. Uh, I'm playing it for review and that is all I can say. So I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Um, clandestine. (laughs) Yeah, all it comes right. out on Tuesday, so uh, obviously just keep an eye out for review there. But that's a hard game, released on Tuesday on all platforms. Uh, I oh, also,
1: I, I should have mentioned I got the new AI. Uh, if you guys like the the weird, uh, yeah. you know, nonery game type games, those I- games th- are cool. That yeah. seems pretty cool. So I, I haven't gotten far enough to vouch for that. Sorry, Ains, I didn't mean to jump on you, but I. To be that clear, it's like not on-
3: new. It's the second in the trilogy, but it's coming to like
1: consoles recently, right? Uh, which which one? The
3: but what, what is this? Oh no, it's
1: so, it's just the it. maker of the Nonary games. So it's it's AI, and oh. I can't remember what the new subtitle is. So AI is the is the Somnia Files them. or something like that, right? Well, so, uh, Somnia Files, the first one, I think. It's, I think this one, one is like the Nirvana Protocol or something. ridiculous. Okay. I, I to up, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, this those game games Mrs. are super
0: confusing. But
1: yeah, yeah, it, it's like AI, the Nirvana Protocol, and I'm sure that's slightly wrong, but it's something like that.
0: Okay, gotcha. Um, One thing I uh, Nirvana Initiative, Jib said. Okay,
1: sorry about that. I I knew it was one of those, like, insert into airport novel uh, title subheading. Uh, I went with protocol, but it's initiative. I apologize. Completely my fault.
0: (laughs) That's cool. Um, There it is. (laughs) These games are dope, by the way, and super weird. Yeah, Ade said Nirvana Initiative as well, so cool. Um, The one game I wanted to mention was Naraka Blade Point. Okay, so th- this is I was gonna
3: mention that today too.
0: Sweet, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so this is if you're not aware, this is a game that was shown at uh Xbox's showcase. It is a uh, I believe South Korean, is it not? Uh, Travis, um, it's not North Korean, <laughs> <laughs> South Korean developed uh, Battle Royale, but it's a Battle Royale like a, a melee battle royale. It's 60 players, it's free to play. It comes to Xbox uh, as a console exclusive for a time, I'm sure. And it launched officially uh, this week. And it is, I played it on the preview program they had a couple weeks ago. I accidentally posted about it against NDA. I deleted that quickly. And then... um, (laughs) All right. Okay. Council says, don't admit these things. Come on now. I said it out loud. I said it out loud. Uh, (laughs) NDA
3: isn't really a legal problem.
0: It's more like... (laughs) Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but uh anyway i played it a few times checked it out it is surprisingly good i didn't know really what to expect out of this game but it is um it runs really well it has a lot of customization and character options and kind of um it's very generous with its uh, battle pass and cosmetics and all that all the stuff you can unlock and level up and things um and then the game itself actually plays really well it's got a deep combat system there's a lot of weapon variety uh, there's a lot of kind of nuance to how you approach situations. The characters have different ultimates and <clears throat> combo abilities and things like this. There's a counter system which plays out like rock paper scissors in the way you attack and, and counter people. It's very very interesting. So I didn't I don't know about you, Travis. I didn't expect it to be as good as it is, uh, but I found myself really enjoying it.
3: I discovered this game last night, and <laughs> I only played three matches, and I. One, two of them. I won my first and third match, and then I was the runner-up. My second match, a lot of my bots. third match, I got like seventeen kills. So like, I am loving this game because I feel like a god, and I have no idea why everybody else is so bad at it. I'm just like destroying people, and I'm like, am I just like the best rocket player that's ever existed? <laughs> I, this is this is amazing. I this is all I want to do now. So yeah, I was. I, you do you do. That
0: game. I don't know if you're yeah. being sarcastic right now, but you do know no, that I'm you- serious. You play against yeah. bots in your first match.
3: Oh, do you actually? <laughs> yes. Oh well, I want to get to the bots, but then my third <laughs> match was my best one, and that was like clearly against other people. I got 17 kills. I was just that's, like, all, that's Why good. am I so good at this
0: game? It's unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, we got to team up. I think you can play. Is it three? I think I haven't squatted up yet, but I think I'll, you can play. I'll get
1: it on this when I'm back home.
0: Okay.
1: I, I I love playing these good. types of games with Travis. He's crazy in your microphone. that's true yeah i
3: get aggressive
0: but i I was surprised at how well kind of polished and how well it runs like i haven't run into any issues with it it's smooth to play it's got a lot of options it's is that
1: s or x you're playing on x okay yeah
3: Yeah,
0: it's optimized it
3: it, it is a little like kind of floaty and unpolished in certain areas because it's like kind of it you know it's such a big multiplayer game for what it's trying to do which is is that kind of like very uh, close quarters, precise combat with counters and stuff, and sometimes you do get people with internet connections that feel like they're in North Korea. But uh, yeah, it's it's a super super uh, good game, much better than I thought it was going to be. And and also, I feel like I'm.
1: So I kind of vaguely remember this trailer, but like, are they are there characters that you pick for archetypes? Yeah. So you picking your weapon? What are you doing?
0: You you pick it's your like character. Looter. The weapons are on the map like a br like a battle royale. So and you. And how many characters royale are there? 10, One,
3: I two, think. 3, 4, 12. There's
0: 12. 12, okay. okay. Yeah, uh, I think a couple of them are locked. You know, it's the typical kind of thing with a free-to-play Battle Royale, but I'm pretty sure it yeah. gives you at least six. And there, if you're not aware, if you're listening right now, too, there is a Xbox Game Pass perk for it right now, which gives you some currency, an outfit, a few other things free for the game. So All check right. that out if you Yeah, I was
3: unlocking stuff pretty quick, too. I only played those three matches, and I already unlocked two of the characters, so...
0: It's pretty yeah. generous. That's what I mean. There's a, there's a lot of systems at play. There's like there's the battle pass, but then there's like events, unlockables, and character unlockables, and leveling, and there's there's an awful lot that goes into it. The menus. Man, you great.
1: guys talk about the gameplay. I'd just be thrilled if somebody came out with a workable economic model from day one. It's good stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, it does have a workable economic model. It is very very free to play, hog So you probably will be like, oh no, yeah. there's a lot, uh, I, there's no, a lot I, to. I it. Yeah,
1: I don't need for me. To it's to just cosmetics. So I'm like, I don't yeah.
3: care. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, what do i what did i play a ton of i played a ton of uh paladins um, okay yeah so. i remember paladins yeah
0: okay all right cool uh travis anything else you want to mention before we jump over
3: yeah i've got a lot of stuff to mention this let's week. go uh, yes.
0: yeah so let's
3: jump in um first i i reviewed outriders world slayer Um, I can talk about my unscored impressions, and my review goes live Monday at 9 a.m., I think it is. Can can Uh, you give
1: me a vague thumbs-up, thumbs-down, Travis? I can give you a vague thumbs-up,
3: thumbs-down. I I don't know what your relationship is with Outriders. I like Outriders. Outriders. Oh, you like Outriders. Okay. it is. I will say it does all of the stuff that Outriders did well. It does it even better in Outriders World Player, and all the stuff that it did poorly— it still does poorly like no, its, story, its story is still like nonsensical basically and you know <laughs> it's, it's got some of the problems that it, it kind of still had but uh yeah you can you can read my review for that on I will on Monday morning uh I had a lot of fun with it it does not run on the steam deck anti-cheat yet again um but uh yeah it uh it is it is pretty uh fun to play um and I also the end game is really good if you care at all about end game it's got a, a pretty um significant kind of raid light experience, which is pretty okay. cool. Okay. Um, well, their
1: initial crack at endgame I did not love. So if they did some new stuff. No, their initial
3: cool. their initial endgame basically was just it was, replay all the it missions you already have played. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, this is very different and and uh, I, I think a lot better. Um cool. and replayable and you know you can scale and it makes you feel a lot more powerful with the the um, apocalypse weapons and armor and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um I also uh did a preview for a game called Endless Dungeon which is a roguelite tower defense sci-fi game. It's like a spiritual successor to Dungeon of the Endless, if any of you guys played that from 20 Okay, I
1: thought I was going to ask you, Travis. I'm like, isn't that game like five years old? Yeah,
3: Dungeon <laughs> of the Endless, and now they're making Endless Dungeon. It's actually part of a series <laughs> called the Endless series, and the way the games interact with each other and are technically part of the same universe make no sense to me. But uh, the basic uh, premise is... You know, tower defense plus roguelite uh, type of game. And then they're also ridiculously difficult. And this one is no exception. So I also have a preview for that game coming out uh, on Monday morning, I think at 8 a.m. So it's like two, an hour between the two things uh, I'm going to be tweeting about. Wow. Um, You're the only one now. working over there. I <laughs> yeah. am working. And then speaking of that, I am also currently working on my next review, which is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <gasps> Big big the one Chronicles 3 uh that game comes out on July 29th my review will go live on July 26th which means that I have a full month from today to play beat wow. and uh, write a review of that I game I was
1: going to say they got a mostly finished version to you a month in advance they did and it is wow. very finished
3: it feels like a very finished game so I cannot All talk right. about that game oh, yeah. but I can say that I'm reviewing it and uh and sure. uh, you know it will so blah, Jeff, I'm not going to
4: pay you to to score it poorly because that's in a fantasy critic of mine, and I need Sean Capri to
1: lose. So $50? <laughs> oh my that's goodness, we've got gambling fraud here.
0: What? No. Wow, no. Well, I mean, we all know reviewers are paid money for their reviews. Exactly, i got to right. tell you,
3: Travis. I am paid money for my reviews, that's true. That's an accurate <laughs> statement. They pay me.
1: Travis, yeah. i got to tell you, you take it on the review task of the main exclusive JRPG for the Nintendo system, you are a brave soul, my friend.
0: Yeah. If you are going to get
1: feedback. For those who don't know, my history with the
3: Xenoblade series is that I personally really like the series, but I don't mm-hmm. like it enough. And the Xenoblade community hates me. <laughs> so I gave the original Xenoblade an eight out of 10 on IGN, but they did the definitive edition and I got flamed for like a month and a half. There's still people who show up in my comments for other reviews and go, oh, this is that piece of... That did the Xenoblade. No review, way, they're pissed at me about it. And so, when they find out I'm reviewing Xenoblade
1: 3, oh, they are gonna just <laughs> hate it. They're
3: gonna be like, This guy doesn't get this series, he's you know, all that stuff. So, I know you guys uh, don't
1: use the points, but you should just give it a 7.9 just to just to, just just it, to say, know. Well, it's a little worse than that last one. Yeah,
3: I gave Xenoblade 1 an eight. I that's high, that's high for me, and I think it is an eight game, but they, I feel they that way like, too. Dude, the fact that it's not a 10 like you can just you know you can just jump off and that used Being to be a point.
0: thing on ign i vividly remember because i've been i was on the ign forums i'm talking 15 20 years ago whatever it was and there used to be a thing where if a game would get like a 7.9 it was considered garbage you know what i mean like oh yeah. we couldn't <laughs> even get an eight and people would argue about that like yeah it's ridiculous yeah. Uh, uh, people. Well, yeah. I think IGN
1: has contributed to the downfall of the overall review scale, but I don't think Travis has. Travis uses the whole damn thing.
0: I do. <laughs> I do use the whole review scale. That's yeah. true. I, I actually already reached out to the publisher to see in advance if I could get you Postal 5. Just okay, so that nice. you know, you know, I'm trying to do you a favor, you know what I mean? Yeah. get you I don't yeah. think
3: that game's happening,
0: gonna be I don't know, there. they made four of the damn things.
3: <laughs> I yeah, I mean that is crazy.
0: Yeah. Well that's cool, man. I uh that's obviously a hoax that that's a very big game. Uh especially for Switch owners. So we'll we'll have to see uh how that comes in. Um yeah. Yeah, it's enormous. It's
1: yeah. like it's the only. Like, I'm
0: trying to think. It's the only real JRPG this year, right? That's a on sure. yeah, well, the question Yeah. Well, I did.
1: I did five years ago. There <laughs> you <laughs>
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we will move on to kind of our main topic today. I wanted to oh, get into a discussion.
3: Guys, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I've been playing Fall Guys too. It's awesome yeah, isn't it. It's great. Love game. it. Love such it. a great game. It's Hilarious. Um. Twenty million players already from going free to play did you see that they hit 20 million players in less than a week so yeah, it's Epic only, knows what it's even doing. with
4: all the bugs yeah. like i'm seeing xbox people like post up i think it was either you was or, me. My, or or sean yeah me. posted up like this they
0: had the sacred symbols up instead of a b x y like that was nuts oh i, I keep I having
4: have,
3: i keep having that online it's, i have had the xbox
0: playstation and pc controls show up at the same time on my screen Like I'll have like a Y here, a circle here from PlayStation, and then a keyboard over here. I'm like, what are we doing?
3: I don't know what the crossplay is hard. Apparently, (laughs) this is what I'm learning. Every every (laughs) company
0: that tries crossplay has problems at launch. It's so weird.
3: Outriders had the same issues. Yeah, it's crazy. But
0: yeah, to your point, Hogue. Like if you, I was talking to someone about this the other day. If you think about Epic, right? Obviously, Epic is already a very kind of profitable company. They own Unreal Engine, which doesn't even really need to you know talk about more. And now they own Fall Guys. Fortnite and rocket league three of probably the most now successful free-to-play kind of day-to-day games it's
1: they know what they're doing they're aggressive with their venture capital and i would expect every game that has a kind of multiplayer zero entry pool kind of concept epic is going to take a real big look at
0: Mm. yeah sorry i was on mute um yeah it it's pretty wild so they're uh and harmonics too, Valdes points out. Yes, so yeah, that's where they anyway.
1: can make some concerts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so let's jump over to From Software. Uh, there was a, a kind of a big uh, interview out of a Japanese outlet with uh, Miyazaki, who you know, you know, is the director of the Souls games and CEO now and president of From. And uh, there were some interesting things mentioned here. And of course, I want to just dive into a little fun conversation about Bloodborne, while which is. Uh, Big reason why Joe is here. So uh, even though Travis and I know the truth about Bloodborne, but we'll talk about it. Um, so the, the first thing I want to mention is he he says that their next game is in the final stages of development. And it's pretty, pretty well accepted that this is going to be the return of Armored Core. So much so that if you search hard enough, there's actually screenshots that have already leaked of this from the playtesting. So, um, Armored Core. If you're not familiar for whatever reason, you know people think of From Software nowadays as just the Souls games, but obviously they have a long history before that. And Armored Core was one of their big franchises that has not been around for a long time. So, the I think what's going to be interesting here with Armored Core returning is does it play out kind of like the strategic mech uh, gameplay that we knew of classic Armored Core, or do they kind of modernize it and try to add any elements from the more popular games now into an armored core formula so i don't know what you guys think they uh where they may go in that vein
4: they've been talking about armored core for a while now like i remember i was trying to look up before we we started the show like they they had like a schedule of like hey we have like like four or six i forget the number of like games that we were working in development and i think it was like during the time of like Sekiro and even then they're like and we're working on like an idea of an armor core game so it's been it's it's been like not even a, a the worst cup seeker it's just been something that's been floating in the ether for a really long time yeah i i've always been really intimidated by armor core because everybody who's talked about armor core talks about how intensive that game is and in depth with all of its systems um so i've always stride away from it or strayed away from it uh but i would say that with miyazaki at the helm you're going to get more not to say like this is going to be like a you know a souls game but with mechs but (laughs) i think you're going to see some of their systems that they play with kind of um thrown here as well so to me the, the thing that uh, like I, when i when i take a look at a game like Sekiro, that is from software just going you know exploring melee combat to the fullest of their abilities um when i take a look at elden ring it's them exploring you know the open world concept to the fullest of their abilities and that kind of being their thing uh and ho what's hoag
0: doing oh no i'm scared I don't know, but I'm Hogue, you turn on your camera by accident, man. <laughs>
4: Keep going, Oak. All right. hey, I feel up, like right I'm now. in a found
0: footage horror it's film.
4: Crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Paranormal Four. We're walking into. That's um, kind of beautiful, but no, like it's to me. I want to know, I or, or what would I'd like to see from them is how they play with gear in Armor Core. You know how do you how do they play with customization? I think is still something that they've kind of you know practice with. I think they could go full bore here uh, and have a lot of fun with. So that's what I'm kind of thinking of, of armor core. It's them exploring something that they've been meaning to do for a while now. So uh, I'm excited, but I'm excited. (laughs) That's my level of excitement for it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I was letting you guys lead this conversation because I've only played armor core very briefly, uh, obviously many years ago, back in the PSD. Two, i want to say going back way back um so i i you know I, I can't even speak intelligently to what i should even expect out of this but i do i do tend to agree with you joe just thinking kind of you know out out loud if you will that i can't see 15 20 years later them bringing back a kind of major triple a armored core with miyazaki directing it and the success that they've seen with You know, all the other games, obviously, the Souls games, Bloodborne, Elden Ring now, and not at least having some sort of kind of system at play, customization at play. I completely agree with you in there. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they pull this off. Is anyone here to Travis, Dan, Hogue, any of you guys like intimately familiar with Armored Core?
3: Yeah, I really like Armored Core, and I was very surprised to learn that Dan does, too, during our Dan trivia event where we were guessing whether they <laughs> yes. hated or loved and i think this is one that maybe both of us got wrong because i i played the armored core <laughs> games quite a bit and i was like there's no way dan will like these these are super stressful like really uh really difficult games and he was like yeah i love these games so i'm interested to hear dan's opinion on it but i think i think there's no way they use the old armored core formula formula i think it's just from a different era it, it, i don't think it would translate super well i don't know that they go full souls series with it i think sure. they'll probably keep some of its old stuff and maybe make this sort of like the the second notch on their belt a different formula that that also can be a, a good game if they do it right um i wouldn't be opposed to them going full souls and just doing a sci-fi one we've gotten other sci-fi souls like, like the surge like the surge which is a yeah. fantastic series uh um but i yeah I, I would be interested to see what they'll do with it but it's a very talented studio they have all the money in the world i would imagine at this point so yeah go crazy i would love to see uh, a, a modern day armored core game those games were awesome and super brutal by the way those games kicked my butt i was a kid so maybe that was just me being a kid but i just remember getting like just destroyed by those games they
1: were super okay. challenging so Hmm. Well, they had all the modifications that were fun. There were a lot of mech games back in the day, because I remember playing yeah. front, mi- front Mission, of course, Armored Core. I played a game called Mech Guard Warrior, Arts, which I really loved, Mech Warrior. Um, and, yeah, Street.
0: sorry for randomly broadcasting things. Mech Assault.
1: On your, your channel there. Um, oh, no, we,
0: we loved it. We loved it. We we got to <laughs> see good. the wood paneling of the, the cabin. It was great.
1: Okay, was yeah, great. You, we got to, you, a, little, a little bit, a little taste. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, I played all the armored cores. Well, I think I played all the armored cores to a point. I think they started getting bad. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do. I I would, I agree with Travis that uh, I would love to see a different um, environmental take on on the Souls series. Uh, sci-fi seems like it would be pretty cool. We've talked about this with respect yes. to like Elden Ring, which is like, I, I really like the Elden Ring design, but I don't like being there. That's not my vibe. That's not it's not where I like to hang out. So maybe Armor Core could be a better place to hang out for me. Cool.
0: Yeah, and uh AfroPunk mentions Chrome Hounds too, another big one.
1: Chrome I mean, Hounds, man, Chrome party Hounds. chat.
0: The game the game party chat <laughs> killed oh, Chrome <laughs> Hound. Dan, let's hear it. Yeah man. Um
2: here's the thing. I back when Armor Core actually released, I was good <laughs> at video games. I was actually capable of doing some of this stuff and it was really you know it was challenging but it always seemed pretty fair and you know the customization was cool I, I remember when when armor core 2 came out you could you could uh your save file transferred over you can bring your old Mac over with you and Hi. stuff like that it was really like that kind of stuff and, and how in-depth uh it was was super fun for me I have aged considerably since then so I I don't know I'm, I'm 100% sure that my skills have diminished. Um, and I don't know what they're going to do here with this one. If they go more Souls-like and they make it just ridiculously hard, then I'm probably not going to play it. But I'm going to want to play this one, probably more so than any other Souls game, Bloodborne, you know, Elven Ring, anything like that. This is going to be – because I've always been kind of a nerd for this mech kind of combat. They used to sure. have a place in Chicago – where you could go and it was it was Mech Warrior stuff and you could get in the pods completely clearly Really? And virtual. Yeah, it was super awesome. Oh um, yeah,
1: Armored Corps was- should use the Steel Battalion controller.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that in depth, but it, w- it was pretty cool. And, and 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 I've always loved that kind of game, that kind of genre. But I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm excited, but also I'm pretty, I don't know what to say concerned, but just. I'm not 100% convinced it's not going to be, you know, Dark Souls, Mech, you know. And, and so we'll see. I, I'd like them to make it accessible to more people. That would be awesome. Um, and, and we'll see what they do. Uh, it, it, Miyazaki, he, he's he's known for his, you know, what he's known for. So it, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but not really.
1: <laughs>
3: i guess so we'll no matter see what, what you'll be excited to see what what happens right yeah i yeah. want to see what well, armored
1: core is yeah. better than no more armored core this yeah they've truth. earned our trusted yeah. from i think so we'll see what
0: they do yeah. yeah yeah and as simon points out in the chat Miyazaki directed Armored core already i would guess yeah. it won't change much from its roots sure i think what we are alluding to is that it's been a long time obviously and that with the success it's gonna success,
3: have to change from its roots a
0: little bit yeah right? with the yeah. success of their other games you could see some of that leaking in maybe um So he also mentions, uh, Miyazaki, that uh, Elden Ring will receive more updates. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Uh, They did specifically ask him about Elden Ring 2 because, as you know, uh, generally speaking outside of the Souls series, uh, Souls 1-2-3, which has kind of its own reasons for what it did, um, he has said before they don't really like to do sequels. They prefer to kind of do new new entries. Um, But he said Elden Ring 2 is not out of the question. And I don't know if he is saying that probably just to leave a door for himself. But he also, I'm sure, recognizes that Elden Ring is going to be an all time best selling video game um, and that you would never close the door on something like that. I wouldn't think so. Right. (laughs) Um, He also mentioned this and this may interest you, uh, Rick. He said that uh, he has a few ideas for games that are more fantasy based and abstract from what they typically create. And in the mid to long term. That's where he wants to go. He wants to build games that are more fantasy than what they've created before. So uh, people can kind of take that, you know, you could take that in a number of ways, really. But how I'm interpreting that is that he means, um, you know, going back to what you said about kind of the environments, the character, maybe designs, those types of things getting a little more kind of, well, as he said, abstract. So I guess we can see what that means, you know, in the years. Yeah, that's now.
1: wild. I, it, I hadn't heard that quote, Ains, but if you had said the opposite, I would have understood because Elden Ring and uh, Dark Souls and these games, to me, are, are pretty abstract, right? You've got Knuckles that you talk to. you got monsters of various things that <laughs> knuckles. are... Knuckles. <laughs> well, you do, you know. You get, you get <laughs> the giant two knuckles, fingers. Yeah. Giant hairy Knuckles that you talk to in, <laughs> in Elden Ring. I mean, Sekiro uh,
3: is the opposite, though. Sekiro is, like, actually like a... A pretty straightforward story so they, well, they've done that before
1: yeah and and but Sekiro's i would still characterize Sekiro as a fantasy i mean like by, by the time it you're is. rolling with dragons and things um so it's it, that's interesting i have no idea what he means by that you say, All right, I, want, I want to take it more abstract okay i, I that's that's that is that is interesting alden ring i would view as abstract you're right that Sekiro starts grounded but definitely goes fantasy bloodborne's fantasy the whole time it's just a specific kind of fantasy so yeah i'm interested like i said i think from has deserved our trust uh now uh but uh while i like their gameplay concepts i haven't much cared for hanging out for the extent that you have for instance ains in their world so yeah uh, you know hit me hit me with some kind of world that i I enjoy being in a little bit more and i'll I'll enjoy the game a little bit more
0: yeah yeah Elden, elden ring has killed me I mean, it's literally killed me. It's ruined other games for me. Like I, I, I've it's had se- severe ruined. trouble getting into other games this year because of Elden Ring.
1: Oh like, my
3: gosh,
0: he's yeah. a one woman <laughs>
3: man now. Elden Ring made <laughs> an honest gamer out of him, like an
0: Elden <laughs> Ring support group. I know. I need help. I need help. I'm not alone either. We talk about this in a group pretty often. Like yeah, yeah. It's,
4: it's really hard because like it, like it's just like like I loved Horizon, right? And I remember yeah. playing it. Um, and just going, wow! I wonder how Elden Ring is going to top it. And then just coming like the the weeks into Elden Ring, just kind of kind of coming to terms of like this may be a near perfect video game. <laughs> like it's, just, and then like after that, it's been like, yeah, no, this is like like I try to play Cyberpunk, and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, no, this doesn't even this this is embarrassing. <laughs> like com- like me trying to compare the like the open worlds together where it's just like there's something about Elden Ring that just feels so good. Where okay. you go into another open world like in Cyberpunk, I'm like, that's obvious a path that they're following. You know, like this is this is obviously just um just some written code here where there's something more about Elden Ring. I can't Sure. I can't it's describe. like mystical yeah it's yeah. very weird
0: it's very
1: weird <laughs> this is getting it's like, like a religious content here folks. It, yeah the church of elden ring yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah i may have church, to start of miyazaki. That. church of miyazaki it's, it's,
3: praise me uh, it's praise me it, it's very coincidental and maybe appropriate that uh ains finds himself so fiercely committed to a oh, game boy. called elden ring put a ring on it everybody
1: I got it. Nobody got it. reward Kit, Travis. That, 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 was, that was not <laughs> one of it your better worked, ones, he's
0: my friend. the yeah, game. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, get whatever. it. Yeah, yeah, that was you know some Beyonce it was, was quality. Y'all, y'all can go away. <laughs> 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 I give you plenty of credit for your jokes usually. That was – yeah, He, that was not one of your best, my friend. But anyway, we will uh, – um, Continue on here. He also says, uh, which is, you know, just good to hear. It Again, shouldn't be surprising given the success of Elden Ring in particular. But they are uh, improving compensation for most of his workers. They're improving the working environment and continuing to expand the company by hiring new people. Not surprising, but good to hear. Now, the last thing he says is, well, not last thing, but uh, the kind of other thing he says is that he does plan to continue directing for years to come. He loves game direction, even though he's obviously president like we said um and so just for fun uh because there is kind of a door open in this interview that they say that the next game which is armor core as we know is near completion but they are already working on their other next game (laughs) uh and have been for a little time now but he doesn't say what that is so we know for a long time and and joe i'm gonna let you kind of touch on here but we know for a long time there's a, a lot of outcry in the community for bloodborne so we have talked about this before but knowing that so let me back up. Joe let me let me let me let you preach a little bit here. I'm going to give okay. you a moment to to preach about Bloodborne. What? Not not from your personal opinion even though you can obviously add that, but it, it's obvious that there is a a hardcore community that adores Bloodborne. And just to be clear, I do love Bloodborne too. I don't think it's their best Soulsborne game, but I still love it. That's not a criticism, right? Those games are amazing. Um But there is this continued kind of passion for this game. So you being, I know, one of those people who feels the same way about it. So what is it about Bloodborne that you feel kind of sets it apart and really, you know, makes this uh, drive for wanting it to continue, get remastered a Bloodborne 2, just more Bloodborne somehow?
4: Yeah, Bloodborne has, I think, oh, go for it, Dan. No, 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 no! That was my fault. Oh, no. I, I clicked the wrong <laughs> How thing. How dare you, Ains? <laughs> uh, Bloodborne has it, it, it kind of like an Elden Ring effect a, amongst its fans, where it's like it is like a religious like like <laughs> text to some folks, including myself. And I think part of that has to do with Bloodborne is probably one of the easiest uh, Souls games to get into. Um, it is the most, to me, forgiving uh from software game to get into is that Um, is
0: that because its mechanics are very shallow compared to the other ones or is there another reason i mean i mean (laughs) maybe like no real talk like 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 there is
4: there's a lot going on in like a game like elden ring that bloodborne doesn't do and i think the one great thing about from software games is how they build upon its structure so well so like to me once you be Elden Ring or once you've played Elden Ring, you could go back to a game like Sekiro or a game like, you know, Dark Souls and you can kind of decode those games far easier than you would jumping into their latest game. But with Bloodborne, it was, I think part of it has to do with its art style and the story that it's telling is fascinating. And I don't think enough games tell stories like that or have that type of environment um, that like we haven't seen like since a like a Castlevania almost. So I think it has that type of allure to it. I think it's just, you look at it, it's absolutely unique amongst what is out there in the field. Um, And yeah, there's something about its combat that is just so darn rewarding. I think being able to fix your mistakes during that fight um, is really rewarding to people. I know it is to me. There's like this, this little like, I guess like test of endurance or like a little dopamine hit rather that you get when you're mid fight of a boss. You're like, I can do this. I could get most of my health back. He could whack me once and I could be one shot from dead, but I can, I can down this boss if I can do this correctly. Um, I think that's what bloodborne, why there's just such a, such a connection. And because it's welcoming, more welcoming than most from software games, a lot of people like myself got into uh, from software because of bloodborne. so I think it's just a perfect way of of it's the it's kind of like the perfect welcome mat of just like entering oh, into oh, the yeah. house of the loudest motorcycle in the world entering into the house <laughs> of from software. so that's why I think there is such an alert to it. I think it's the story I think it's the art direction I do think it's the combat and it is that again weird weirdly enough that that kind of welcoming uh um uh, there's there's something welcoming about it more so than like a demon souls or dark souls or whatever just for the simple fact of there's so many times you can heal yourself and so many different ways you can heal yourself. So mm. that's what I it, think is the alert of Bloodborne.
0: It also just to add to that last point you made it also is a um contained story, right? It's yeah. one game. It's a story that <laughs> there's a lot of nuance to its story elements, but you can kind of understand it. You don't have to play through all the souls games to really kind of decipher, you know, so much, even though there, there's a lot to it. So, um, yeah, I agree with your points, and I I do find it funny. You know, I, I've joked with you many times about bloodborne, but I do really adore it. I do for me, it is behind Elden Ring and souls three, and we don't have to get into that, but the kind of Gothic art style, um, the Castlevania comparisons are on point. I think I've, I've, I haven't felt closer to Castlevania in the past probably 20 years than going to Castle Kanehurst in Bloodborne. Like, that felt like that Castlevania moment. Um, so there's just some very, very cool things in that game. And and it being PlayStation exclusive, you know, it that comes into the conversation as well. I, I, I don't think that really matters for those of us who play all these games. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's unique in the From Software catalog, if you will. Is this so. going to
1: require me to make a valiant defense of Lords of Shadow here, Ains?
0: Yeah. Lords of dude, Shadow. I was about to bring up <laughs> yeah. Lords of
3: Shadow, which is, I think, so underrated. I mean, obviously, the sequel blew it. But Wait, it's, Travis it's,
1: it's and so I agree potential. on something. Lords well, of Shadow it, it, you
0: fantastic. say underrated. I would say underappreciated, right? It got rated pretty well. Like its, it's I just a...
3: feel like no one played it, and the Castlevania hardcores were like, eh, this isn't real. And I was like, dude, it's dude, that's my favorite Castlevania game. Lords, yeah. of, Lords of, of Shadow is my favorite Castlevania game. It's yeah. a great game. So yeah, um, yeah so
0: good. Um, let me get to these super chats real quick because I don't want to let them sit for too long before we get to them, and then we'll continue this conversation. So Jacob Novik coming at us from, I believe we said this is Swedish krona, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like
2: that. Yeah, Jacob Novik, thanks, buddy. Uh, hi, people. Uh, Phil Shelf in his office has to <laughs> tease stuff in the future, like the Kojima statue. One year ago, ended up being a Kojima partnership. He had an Elden Ring sword on the shelf three months ago.
0: Okay. Yeah, um, maybe... I don't remember... Has, is that what
3: they're changing?
0: I don't know. Probably I don't remember BLC. seeing conversation about it, but... hmm. Yeah.
2: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. probably DLC, just DLC. Game it would match. be my guess
3: xbox has the marketing partnership for elden ring so if there was a dlc they would probably either be getting it first or they would have just the marketing
4: rights probably it? just a yeah. marketing thing I
3: or you like could with
1: human pattern uh, recognition you could put anything in the background of any video and you could come up with something <laughs> yeah. it is hilarious whenever
0: phil <laughs> does. Is pretty hey, consistent though he yeah where the, he does an the, the series
3: S back there yeah he had the,
0: yeah yeah kojima he had uh there was there's been a few things, but it's quite funny that whenever he does a video, the first people aren't even listening to him anymore. They're like what, <laughs> staring at his shelf, yeah. like what's yeah. behind him. Thank you. Jacob. he had, had a Bethesda them.
3: thing right before the acquisition. He had a Bethesda, like. Uh, uh, that would be very interesting
1: year. because you—that yeah. is not something you would ordinarily play with with uh, this
3: company. That was his first one, I think. So then nobody was That's expecting true. it. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: just, I'm just saying, you got to watch that.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Gio Rio it back is. in the house.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, 10 euros. Uh, Bought Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 at big discount a few weeks ago. Uh, didn't play. Now finished 2 with the new ray-trace? Ray Tracing. Ray Tracing. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Really awesome. Will there be a DLC for Elden Ring? Enjoy your day, guys. Oh,
5: look at that.
0: Yeah, Geo. Thanks, man. Glad you're enjoying those. Uh, a great time to go back to 2, 3, and 7 with the updates, as you said. So that's cool. You've never played them before. Um, 2 is an amazing game. 3 is kind of a continuation of 2. Um, well, obviously, three after two, but it, it kind of ties into two <laughs> directly, whereas seven is an entirely kind of, you know, different game. So be interested to hear how you like those. Uh, I would. F- I don't know. What do you guys think on the DLC for Elden Ring? The easy answer here is yes, because Elden Ring is incredibly successful and they've done expansions for all their prior games, but they also weren't nearly as large or open world like Elden Ring. And you'd have to think about how you add an expansion to Elden Ring. And yeah. Miyazaki said updates. He did not say expansion when asked about it. So,
4: yeah, I don't think it's an expansion. I think maybe updates, maybe they add some new weapons to it. Um, But I don't, because how, <laughs> how in such a short time can you capitalize on Elden Ring's success and build a, like it would be a a whole new zone maybe you know kind of like similar to uh like bloodborne or demon souls you know there were some levels left on the on the on the chopping block maybe they bring them here but how do you implement them and what type of story device do you need to get players there
3: i mean that's easy because they've done that for all the other ones which is that there's like a place you go where it teleports you to a separate part of the map. And then you just do the DLC there. I was actually going to say, is it
1: just a portal? Can't you just, yeah, it's all, it's it's always just like a
3: portal, a a portal, or you walk through a painting or something eats you and poops you out in a different area. It's like something (laughs) like that always.
1: Um, There's just a random new treasure chest. Don't the treasure chest fly you all over the place.
3: Oh, I fell in the treasure chest. Now I'm in a different world. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I, I actually don't think they're going to do a DLC for uh, Elden Ring. Um, they uh, angie said that they have for all of their other ones it's actually not true they they didn't do it for the most recent one Sekiro. and i think that they're probably moving away from that model because they don't really support the games beyond making like tweaks and balance adjustments really going forward so or at least they haven't kind of shown that they want to do that and that they are working on so many other projects i think they're just going to be pumping out other games yeah, fair we'll see. i so, yeah. the
0: only thing i would say to Sekiro is uh it's more. It's the most kind of normal game that they've made in the the series, right? It's a contained it's a story, weird contained way to put character. It, but I agree. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. So, but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, you can you can throw a portal up and go to somewhere, but I I don't want to put words in Joe's mouth. But what the also, Elden Ring has such a gigantic story with so many characters and so much like, and they they touch on so many different things there. I'm just kind of. I'd be interested to see how they would. I mean, the, I wouldn't mind it. End. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean that goes obviously it'd be nice, but yeah. So we'll see. Uh, thank you, Gio, as always, man. Um, so here's the thing I wanted to say about Bloodborne. Getting back to that is um, the other things to consider here, right? With the success of Elden Ring, Bloodborne. If you were not aware, I think most people know this, but Bloodborne as an IP, the intellectual property rights to Bloodborne are owned by Sony. They're not owned yeah. by From. And so when you think about the success of Elden Ring and obviously being multi-platform at launch and, you know, now their best-selling game and will explode, you know, it's continuing to sell month over month in top 10. Um, I, The reason, one of the main reasons, Joe, I don't think we see a Bloodborne 2 is because do you really think From Software would want to go back, make another agreement with Sony and dedicate their resources to make a game that's only going to be on one platform? And I hope- i mean like, can i do something real quick do you know if it's me. sony's or if it's joint
4: no it's sony's it's sony's, it's, sony's. Okay. it's papa sony's now i i i think that's a terrific point and i think the one thing that well i don't think we'll have the answer to none of us can is like what's in it for them more so it's like what is what's in it for from software in a business standpoint to make a you know agreement with sony to make a bloodborne 2 right because like i hate to say who cares if it's only one on one platform if sony's fitting the bill and you're getting a whole bunch of money for it but you know like what's in it for them on a creative standpoint to go back what's in it for them in that monetary standpoint where it's like yeah if we put this game on more platforms look at what elden ring did 13 million in a month like you can't do that on your platform. So what incentive are you going to have to keep us doing just a solo thing on your end is, is kind of where I come to that. It's both creative and, and business mind. I don't know if Miyazaki isn't the one to, to look back. I do think we're going to get a bloodborne something. It's just not going to be from, from
0: that's what I was going to say. Cause a remake or a remaster, whatever um, seems a little more possible here because really you can do kind of like you did with demon souls where, uh, a different company makes it right, and you just kind of there's
1: any way that Blue Point wasn't immediately put on Bloodborne. Now, yep. exactly <laughs> yeah, didn't well, 100%
3: agree. That. And I i don't exactly. think there's any chance that that uh, FromSoft is going to do a Bloodborne 2 because they yeah, but, the, the, not just the finance, financial part, but also they want new IPs. You got to assume yeah. they they but want if the... Sony
1: owns it, Blue Point could. No, that's exactly.
0: what we're saying. That's yeah. what I think we're saying. they will. I think they'll probably
4: yeah. make a remaster and a sequel eventually. yeah Blue Point's the only people that I can trust with the asterisks of if Sony does that one thing, like, like, like from software did with George Railroad Martin, where it's just like, hey, uh, George helped us make the story, and George is just like, I mean, I like, I wrote like some backstory on some bosses, <laughs> like, if there is that type of like, and Miyazaki helped on the store for the story elements or the storyboard, whatever. Yeah. Then, you get
1: Miyazaki's name on it at all. I think that's a great point. You just say, we yeah, hey, have a lunch meeting and we're going to talk about Bloodborne 2, uh, mm-hmm. and we're going to use your name. Yeah. Here's some money. And then he's just like,
4: I just want crustaceans in it.
1: <laughs> I want you to fight giant
4: shrimp people again. They
1: have to be giant shrimp. Yeah, no, so I think that I think that's a great point, but that's that's exactly what you're doing with Bluepoint if you look at it from Sony's perspective, right? Is you're you're having them remaster Demon Souls and then I think you'll have them remaster Bloodborne and try to build in the institutional design knowledge in addition no. to their technological uh clear mastery, Bluepoint's technology. Is that's why
4: every time when people are like Bloodborne doesn't need a remake, Bloodborne doesn't need a remake. I'm like, no, they uh, it definitely, definitely does. The game does not run a solid 30. Let's oh, all God. be honest. You the enter Old
1: Kills me in Bloodborne. Yeah.
4: It, it definitely needs that upgrade. And Bluepoint needs to learn the lessons
0: from making that game. Right? Uh, I, so, while I would love to see it. Like, I, I would... God, I mean, Demon's Souls, the remake, right? That game, in terms of the way it looks and plays, is... is is so phenomenal. It's hard to almost put into words. The, the I, job it still the might be the
1: best thing on PlayStation Five graphically. I mean, I don't know. Two oh, yeah. Point is amazing. It's so good.
0: It, it's it's unreal. Yeah. Um. So thinking of that kind of, I don't even want to say engine, but thinking of that style with a Bloodborne remake just has me like I, I would go nuts for that. As Guys, many people would.
4: Real talk. I think about a bloodborne anything type of an announcement on the week, <laughs> like on a weekly basis, and I'm like, what would I do? Would I laugh? Would
0: I cry? Would I? <laughs> I'm confident I don't know. from a
1: business standpoint. Blue Point's working on a bloodborne remake. Yeah, yeah. I can't so even imagine not putting him on it.
0: I, I would, I would love all that. I, I think the one thing I would push back on from what you guys was just saying is Blue Point, or or another studio for that matter at Sony, leading development of a sequel without being directed by miyazaki that would concern me
1: yeah i mean and, and legitimately so but i don't think it's an impossible
0: no it's barrier not impossible.
1: to overcome
3: no yeah. agreed i mean let's be honest bloodborne 1 wasn't that good anyway so <laughs> what, 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 there's no holy cow here there, you know joe i hope i hope bloodborne does get a remaster and i hope it's 30 fps and doesn't have the expansion <laughs> but it's but it runs in 4k that's what i hope happens to you
1: god and i'll be happy with, with it here's, <laughs> a, here's how the bar upgrade. is so low
4: for me travis you <laughs> don't
1: understand i know still you like win. bloodborne so <laughs> yeah 30 frames uh, per second but with some frame pacing issues so it occasionally just bounces between 28 and 30 yeah, yeah every time no, actually I, I did i did, I w- I w- did want to say
3: joe i think we found our peace treaty here because everything you said about why you like bloodborne i actually don't agree with or i don't disagree with any of that I just, th- for all the same reasons, I, it wasn't my favorite game. That's why, no, I like, sir. the fact that it that's so op- many options to heal and it's kind of just like a, more of a hack and slash. Than oh, like RPG, all that stuff. So I'm glad you mentioned
0: healing. If they remaster it, get rid of limited blood vials, please. Just, just make it like Estes flask or, or something that's consumable, like as you die. Yes. Farming for blood vials, I'm like farming for grass go... in yeah, demon Souls, right?
1: Yeah, told... yeah. You have to that
5: farm for
4: them. is that is a legit problem uh that is something that is actually maybe one of my only critiques but i don't get hurt much in bloodborne because i'm really good at that game so like i always have <laughs> top I'm and everyone's really good at it. that
3: game if you can hold a controller you're a master of bloodborne this guy oh my god
4: guy. casual is all
5: hell
3: I, you
4: know here's yeah. the thing i don't even know what like travis likes i like i would i would trash on him but he seems like a, i like my toast with nothing on it type of guy no
1: so travis I'm just, just so likes good. to pretend he's the master of all games
3: i'm not the master of all games but bloodborne i mean you don't have to be a master to (laughs) beat that game it's yeah that's my problem with it my beef with it is the same reason joe likes it so i actually agree with joe on everything he said it's like super accessible you know the system's designed to keep you alive as long as possible it's just it's just for me it felt like such a step backwards so it's just like you know amusingly all i got
1: from this conversation is yeah i should play more of the surge (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah you should the surge is really good which honestly travis it, it's funny you say that because it's actually one of the reasons why like i love Elden ring do not get me wrong i love that it's gotten so many people into from software games it's actually one of like the little like notches that i have against Elden ring because like elder ring is way too easy it is easy. It, for like, a game. like, It is easy. It, for a like run, Ainge Angel was run. telling me, he's like, just wait till you get to the <laughs> to the second half, and I was just downing every boss first, second try, and I was like, this is well, kind of. You know a joke. why that was? I mean, Melania is
3: pretty tough. I don't know. When, if you,
4: oh, Mil- uh, she is, the, and and that was the one I welcomed. I'm like, you're a real I son of a gun. A real, it, she took me forever, and it was because I was walking into that fight at like level ninety eight. And I'm like, I'm almost getting her down. Like she has like one third health left on the second phase. And I was, I remember talking to my co-host Kyle. Kyle's like, no, dude, you go in at level 130. <laughs> like, you don't, you're way too underpowered for her. Go do something else. Come back. And that's, that's what happened. I came back and whooped her I, I think, every other to-
3: The reason comparable. Elden Ring feels more easy is because it's less linear and you can kind of control yep. Yep. your okay. power level and the, the tools that you bring into the fight.
4: And everybody uses the mimic tier.
3: <laughs> I, I never did i actually didn't even know about that exploit until i beat the game but yeah it, and also didn't it get didn't it get up
4: a... it got nerfed yeah
3: even it's, with it's still powerful. yeah still oh is it is it so yeah. powerful yeah i've you literally listened to all it. this dan about how all these
1: games are too easy this is like Uh, uh, some humble brag bullshit in this episode (laughs) i'm
2: just yeah i'm just over here drooling on myself yeah you know trying to you know see
1: i'm with you dan because it's like Uh. you know i I get through elden ring and you just have to get psychologically ready to get mastered (laughs) for like three straight hours which is fine that's what i'm used to But it's like ah these things are all too easy i do agree by the way with both of you that it's the linearity that kills you in a Soulsborne game, because it's just like uh, that's that's the thing you have to get over, boss. And Elden Ring, I think, massively improves that prospect for most of us normies uh, to say, well, maybe I, if I go get some more stats or find a new weapon, I can. Yeah, come back you can and grind.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely easier. You can grind in the other games too, but it's very. But it of, sucks. Mo- it's it, monotonous. Terrible. Yeah.
4: I uh, yeah. see, and that's the thing I love. uh it, World of Warcraft has punished me into the fact that I love grinding, so yeah. it's fine with me. Sekiro <laughs> is the only blood uh, is the only from software game where it's just like, nope, learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why, to me, when I rank like from software games, I'm like, Eldering, obviously best open world best level design Sekiro has the best combat to me best bosses and Does, no. Bloodborne has my favorite story
3: mm.
4: I, okay those seem legitimate I, I don't exactly. even
3: argue with the story thing I Joe I
4: think we agree on Bloodborne
3: it's just that you like the stuff that I that, that turns yeah. me off about that game I also hate the the dynamic dungeons I think we can both agree on that but oh the procedurally generated the procedural dungeons
4: Dungeons suck
0: They're, you're saying like
4: procedural music. generated bullshit isn't actually conducive to actual fun experience
0: Oh, well, yeah, I'm it's saying the way they at it, it though it, because, because that game's not. released, and we know what it's like.
4: Starfield, I'm looking at you, bud. Yeah, it's not released. <laughs>
1: now, Now, Travis loves Fair Minecraft. Enough. There's nothing more procedural than Minecraft. Yeah,
3: I do. I just think that Bloodborne's <laughs> Bloodborne Sandbox doesn't work with the procedurally generated world that they built. It feels like... Haphazard and just not well put together, and they yeah. lean on it so hard, and it was like a big selling point. Like, oh, the journey never ends. It's like, no, it ends. Yeah. No, it ends as soon as you. They use the same run, nine rooms. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah but I, that's more of a problem with implementation. I'm not willing to throw procedural yeah. generation out because I think there's some magical things people have done with it. Agreed.
3: Yeah. If it was, if there was a souls like rogue like, that would be potentially amazing if like, it was yeah. done right. But yeah, I just don't think that they they did a good model with it. So it's um,
4: your chalice dungeons are not good
3: you need a lot of
1: lego pieces to get to get procedural generation right
4: that's right minecraft a awesome. bug. just throwing that.
0: <laughs> all right um yeah so we'll see i'm i i'm of the opinion that from software is like i mean it, i've said it before if you look since 2015 so seven years they've released bloodborne souls 3 Sekiro, and elden ring and depending on who you speak to those are all four game of the year contenders um, and in you know, we tend to go by the video game awards, of course, but generally speaking, each of those games did with some game of the year awards are all very criti- highly critically rated. Elden Ring's probably gonna, unless, unless Ragnarok Ragnarok's
1: <laughs> gonna win every, there's no yeah, other games I, releasing. Come on, no, now.
0: Elden Ring's gonna, gonna sweep <laughs> unless Ragnarok comes out and is as incredible as everyone hopes it is. I uh, will
1: take the Ragnarok comes out in 2022 bet every single day, <laughs> it's not coming this year, folks.
0: Yeah, we the see. only
4: that is Ragnarok is the only game that could possibly even just combat that game of the year status that Elden Ring holds for me at the moment. Or and I and I was saying this in in one of our chats. Uh, surprisingly enough, for me, it's also Kalisto Protocol because before like Dead Space well, it won't be was eligible
1: for Jeff Keeley because it's coming out too late. But I, I mean, mean,
4: for like, me, for yeah, me, yeah, no, obviously, know, I just, Jeff and like, the soft hands. He could have his award show. show. It's what matters <laughs> in my heart uh kalisto though is like before bloodborne i just stand so hard for dead space so yeah. like just seeing dead space come back you know Basically, is just yeah. everything everything i ever needed so yeah, yeah. so Dan,
1: is- we're gonna get ea's take on their own series at the same time give or take a couple months apart. God bless.
4: Oh, mm. it's gonna be a good couple of weeks for me man
0: you're talking about <laughs> battlefield 2042 right yeah, of
1: course. as being dead space. Yeah, Battlefield 2042 okay. is. No, I was talking about the. official <laughs> you feel like a necromorph when I play that game?
0: <laughs> oh, see, yes,
1: these jokes are they write themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 2042 writes itself for sure. Um, you know what we're also getting later this year? Segway is Plague Tale Requiem. Plague that
1: Tale. Wait, I want to respect the smoothness of that segue, Ains. That was <laughs> the real sure. host and shit right there.
0: Thank you, sir. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem. So, follow up to uh, Plague Tale, very beloved game. Uh, I think I think people continue to still discover the first game. Uh, I've seen a lot of people after this announcement for the sequel finally coming, playing the first one for the first time and really loving it. Very well designed game, unique story. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it for what it was, and it feels like Requiem, as most sequels do, when you have a popular first entry in a title. Look to expand upon that, build upon the story, build upon the gameplay elements. Hopefully, they nail it. But it is releasing on October eighteenth. It is launching in Game Pass as well, and um, we got a ten-minute gameplay trailer, which I actually did not watch because I don't want to see it yep, um, yeah. coming so out.
1: Game, I don't blame you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but I know that uh, I think everyone on this panel really enjoyed Plague Tale, if I'm correct. Um, yep. So, and uh, was
3: it too scurry for you?
0: No.
2: That okay. one was fine. That was actually one of my favorite games <clears throat> when it came out. It kind of took me by surprise. i told that good story times, so. Good
5: man. Um,
2: I, I watched about four minutes of the gameplay, and I was just like, "I'm good." Yeah, uh, yeah. That was that wasn't that was enough, but it looks really good. So, hundred percent, I'm down for
3: this one. Yeah, cool. that, is that, a, that, that, is that could be a asking? game of the year contender, depending yes. on how much it surprises us, Saints.
0: I think it could in a normal year. <laughs> I, I really, do, I don't say that sarcastically. I really do believe that Elden Ring changed the conversation so much that I just don't see how anything's going to, I happen. mean, do
3: you, do you think Elden Ring's going to win best story, best narrative?
0: Oh, well, that's not what you said. You said game of the year.
3: No, I'm just saying, I'm saying for like a game of the year discussions, like obviously uh, Elden Ring is going to sweep, but there's certain areas. It's not that sure. good. in, And it sure. could, I mean, if the story is good enough, People love linear story games. Of course, Agreed. They love them. They sure. love to give them the Oscars, right? And so I could see Elden Ring maybe getting snubbed for you know a smaller like, a few category Walk- yeah. like the Year Walking Dead one. It could even win Game of the Year, depending on how good it is. We'll see.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it sweeps that category, um, like like story or whatnot. But I think for the most most of it it's going to be one of those boring awards shows where it's just like and it goes Elden ring level design Elden ring. Yeah. yeah sports oh, game cool. of the year Elden ring, Elden ring. <laughs> I
3: sorry no dan it's sports and racing game they decided to yeah. take all the games right, that yeah. they don't like and they put We're it together. in one category so that they could not yes. talk about it as much
0: Travis as and i have ranted about that before dude i
3: hate that so it's so stupid. annoying it's like
0: yeah, let, let's compare there's, next year. A, we're going to compare Forza Motorsport and Madden 23. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. They're, they're, it's so <laughs> stupid. It, they should be completely separate
1: categories. I don't know. I, yeah, they should be. But it's, it's, a, it's a, kind of a weird, bright-line uh, anger point for y'all. Because it's like, yeah. well, when they say action-adventure, the games that go into that category are insanely different. That one That's also true. makes no sense. That's yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very yeah. I, I don't
3: understand the categories at all or the. No, because they're
1: movie genres, because the video game industry has long wanted to be movie industry and it's a terrible fit. And it's just, it continues to show exactly where the video game industry feels itself to be. But no, they should absolutely be genreified by what the actual games are. And we can have a whole bitch session about the Game Awards <laughs> when we get closer to December. But yeah, Elden Ring is going to win a ton of them. Elden Ring might not be on my top 10 list when I make it in the end of the year.
3: We know
0: that, hug. You know. No, no, I'm
1: just I'm just saying, like, there are going to be people that it
0: bounces off of. Sure, of course. Of course. I mean, no games for everyone yeah. with, And to be anymore.
3: fair, like maybe not you, hug, but Dan it wouldn't be on his top list either. And I consider him like an everyman gamer. I think there's probably gonna be a lot of people who like Dan are just like, nah, not for me. That's for those nerds who really like uh, masochism.
1: Well it's real weird, <laughs> it's real hard no matter what you all say. <laughs> uh and it's it doesn't it does it's not a graphical showpiece um and and it doesn't have a linear narrative so it's like yeah yeah all right it's gonna be interesting it's all true
0: all true uh yeah as vg doc says action adventure is like 95 percent of games <laughs> <It's
1: pretty laughs> exactly yeah. you can put anything in there
0: yeah
3: where do puzzle um, games fall what if there's a really good Puyo Puyo game.
1: All right, but here's my problem with puzzle games now, Travis. Right? We, you want me to rant? So if you got your you got your Puyo Puyo Tetris type situation. That's those are puzzle games, obviously. Then you've got your The Witnesses. That's that's a puzzle game, right? But yeah. then Oof. if you throw in Fair something much. you know that has puzzle elements, um, or or is an escape room game, okay, that's a puzzle game. I mean, right? Puzzle Plague game. Tale
3: a puzzle game? You Maybe I would say a Plague yeah. Tale
1: is an environmental puzzle game because like that's the yeah. primary input in that, right?
3: Yep. I, I I'm with you, Hoke. The categories make absolutely no sense. And as I've discussed many times on this show, I hate it when the video game industry tries to parrot Hollywood, which is why I'm not the biggest fan of The Last mm-hmm. of Us. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah.
0: Joe, Joe, don't don't do it, Joe. I've already I'm keeping
4: to... myself, I'm keeping my goddamn
0: Dude, it's a great
4: movie. It's a great movie.
0: <laughs> the last Ever. of us part one
1: is one of the best games yeah. of all time. Yeah. I, I think it's one of the best
3: films. movies of all time.
1: No, the actual gameplay elements of The Last of Us Part 1 and the franticness that involves you directly in the fraught situation that both Joel and Ellie find themselves adds an, a level of interactivity that provides the suspense <laughs> and tension that you can't get from passive entertainment in movie. You brought the it lawyer a, out. It, is a, it out. is a stealth game with bad stealth mechanics. Mm. It's not a stealth game. It's designed to show you and put you in the shoes of someone that is in a situation that is untenable. And that's what gaming can do. It's, it's realistically how... One could argue that like a telltale game isn't a real game because it's a linear story. But if you're put into the shoes of the person that has to make the decision, even if we know in the back of our heads that you're not going to change the ultimate plot of the game, it gives you a different experience. Last of Us provides a different experience than sitting in a movie theater and watching these two people engage in their environment. Last of Us is yeah, one of the best games of all time. It,
3: it gives a worse experience to the player. It does having not. to do the
4: gameplay part.
3: If you had Your just raw assertions in
1: error do not change my position no. on this, Travis. Yeah, <laughs> what
4: the hell does Travis like, you guys? I like like like
1: every game. I'm
3: like probably the most positive person on this panel in terms of (laughs) categories. I like I just Travis, you are probably
4: the least positive person I've met. (laughs) What are you talking about? I think we just
3: disagree on what makes a good game, but I I the game parts of The Last of Us are rough.
1: The game parts. I think parts are rough by design in The Last of Us. This is what I'm saying. You don't want to be a Call of Duty black ops shooter. And be in that situation with these two people in that. Hold environment. on, it serves on. the narrative. There, there are
3: so many good stealth revival horror games no. that play like The Last of Us, but aren't bad. There's so oh my many. God. Of them.
1: No, no, it, you, you want to serve the narrative, not the whatever gameplay platonic ideal you have in your head. Does and the narrative require
3: half baked stealth
1: mechanics? Does the narrative require that the stealth be like not well executed? the last of us requires it to be not easy to accomplish. And does that mean that there are some uh, vagaries around the edges of what they're doing rather than giving you cones to avoid? It does. All right. I just
4: want to imagine Travis as a six-year-old mother. My porridge is too hot and coarse. <laughs> First of all, mother, I want to have, wanna have fun. Where are your taxes? Give me all the receipts from last week. I must organize. Are you saying I'm pretentious, sir? <laughs> No, I, just, I think you. You know, I, no, I, think,
3: I think your version I, of fun I, is Travis's is position is
1: is is a well worn one, and yeah. it is it is totally understandable. It just happens to be wrong. I still love Travis. <laughs> He's just wrong. That's okay. No, no it's all right. He Travis,
4: it's okay to not like things that are genuinely beloved. I,
1: honestly, I think people I'm not that, even that <laughs> people that are regularly in the bitcast probably accuse me of not liking more things than Travis would that's be my right. guess.
0: I think that's true. That's I think. That's well, also, 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 I
1: should clarify it. I like The Last of Us a lot.
3: Yeah, okay. I just think it's overrated. It's like probably an eight up for me, eight, eight out of ten.
1: Well, we know that's the I'll maximum of your scale. We get it.
3: <laughs> hey, I've given nine,
1: one nine. I've given right, right, Listen, we don't, we don't need on, the Last of nine? Us
4: audience to go after Travis.
1: What is your nine? <laughs> it's
4: been a Genshin
1: enough. Impact. Uh, Genshin Impact is your nine.
3: It got a nine for me. I might have given other nines. I can't remember. But that was the one that people were like, Yeah, he gave a nine to Genshin Impact. Joe's right. He's already. Man, Travis really does
1: embrace the live services ethos, doesn't (laughs) he? He's going to get the Xeno game is so good, though. Have you guys. I have no problem with Genshin Impact other than kind of gotcha mechanics. The the gotcha game model. Yeah, I
3: I talk about that in my review. It's stupid. But yeah, the game is good. Yeah. I like Genshin Impact.
0: (laughs) That was fun, guys um uh, also just... i should
3: clarify the reason i don't have a lot of nines isn't because i don't love a lot of games it's because they don't let me review the games that i would give a nine <laughs> sure that's but what that's know. why mitch i don't get all nines.
1: the nines they don't
3: <laughs> mitch mitch dude if it is a good game that feels like i should review it but it's too good mitch reviewed it, mitch
1: saw it. <laughs> I have
0: to review it. well you've talked about that travis and that's why like my reviews tend to be higher because i review what i want to review Exactly. Right? like you i review the AMG. games
3: you know are going to be good and i yeah, review the exactly. games that ign knows that they don't want to take the time to review themselves so
0: yeah yeah when when we at sg do decide to review other games either indie games or smaller ones you know we just get requested a review and it's bad like yeah we've given out twos and threes and it's like yeah we don't want to do that on a daily basis we're okay thank you no and it uh, doesn't
1: feel good right especially for like a smaller company it's like yeah i, I could give you a two but
0: I, yeah, I literally sent a PR email back one time and I said they were asking us for a review of this game and Steve did the review. He gave it a two. He, he pretty much said it's the worst game he's ever played. And I sent it back to the PR company and I just said, look, I said, here's our review. Here's the link. You know, we gave it a two. I said, you know, we, we're, we're honest in how we review games and that's just where we landed. And they just thanked me. And that was that yep. it is what it is. So, by the way, I'm just going to add that Ade uh, just wants to throw in. Uh, he's already on the plane out of here as he left this comment. But he said Gears of War is overrated, or Gears of War God of War is overrated. <laughs> I would Both have the of the right. series? Gears. Or like God All God of
1: War G-O-W games are overrated. There you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also think that that game probably is overrated. Yeah, a little bit.
1: God of War 2018.
3: Yeah, I have I have nitpicks with it.
1: I oh, did. Man. Just, I have. I Mother, have so your
4: w- W2 forms are incorrect.
1: No, no. <laughs> I mean, How many, what do you want? How many times
4: must I tell you? God of this War is 2018 right? is the greatest and better your, game. Do you
3: want your critics to be super nitpicky or do you <laughs> want them to just <laughs> no, be like yeah. hand wavy, right? Like, yeah. I'm a critic, and God of War has like terrible enemy diversity right? Yeah. Like you fight the sure. same boss like 15 times, like that's yeah. not good on it. People don't really focus on the stuff that are bad about games that they love. I can love a game and have like 50 complaints about it. So, you know, like I, I to me, God of War is like an eight again, an eight out of 10, maybe nine, but like I have so many more complaints than the average person. So to me, it's always going to be overrated a little bit. It's a little overrated. I,
1: think. I had God of War on my top 10 list that year, but I did say it was a prelude to a better story at some point. And consisted of a series of MacGuffin quests that just moved the, the the goalposts for over the course of its entire run, so that you feel like you're spinning wheels the entire
0: game.
3: Logan, I agree on on some I stuff It's kind of weird. We're, we're
0: just going to piss everyone off today because I'm not that far away from you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have it. I have it very high. I've said God of War twenty eighteen is an, an incredible game. Like truly, yes. like for me, it's a nine, it maybe a nine and a half. But when people start to say it's the greatest game ever made, I'm like, come on, calm down. Like no. it's it's not. No, it's
1: a, it's an artistic triumph. It is a bold direction for a series. I respect everything that it is. It is not a good story.
0: <laughs> Look at Joe's. You can't see yeah, Jones. I, I, I don't know sure if I that that. the story part. I, I, uh, I think it's an
3: all right story. Not all right. I just
4: Christ.
0: like that we're setting everything ablaze, <laughs> right? Yeah.
4: I
3: mean, no, I think we're, uh, all, I, we're all saying, like, I think the, the headline here is that games can still be great. They can be amazing experiences, and you can still have problems with them. That's okay. Of course. Just
1: because a game is great doesn't mean
3: you have to just say, oh, it's, it does everything it I like to well. think that
1: the rest of the month is just Travis setting the stage for his Xenobay Chronicles <laughs> 3 review. <laughs> That's what just I feel, you know. Folk. You can like a game but still have issues, people. It's just going to be week after week of Travis. <laughs> Yeah, okay. you know, we're do talking you know, to the Xenoblade
4: Travis. crew, they're
0: just they're sharpening the blades, just preparing. Travis, and I'm, this is a dead serious question. This is not a joke. How much do I have to pay you to give it a four?
3: <laughs> I just I see accept, it I just I accept it money to write reviews. I do not <laughs> accept money to give specific scores on reviews. Uh, if I gave Xenoblade Chronicles a four.
0: You'd have to move. Uh,
3: I think
1: I think I'd be back to (laughs) be
2: working for Season Gaming after that. (laughs) Yeah, you know,
1: it's it's one of those where I'd be like, "All right, Travis, is your hope on any publicly available?"
3: Here's a real thing. If I gave it a four, my boss at IGN would probably call me a hero. He would like give me a raise, like he would be (laughs) because he gave me the review because he like hates these like weeb like JRPG games. He's it's just not his thing, right? And so every time he's like these, he's like, "I secretly hope it's bad." I hope i gets him, and you know, I'll give it like an eight or a nine, and he'll be like, "Damn it!" But you know, like he's he's like in his <laughs> mind going like he hopes it's bad just because he doesn't like the commenters. He doesn't like the commenters. Yeah, well, those games. and I can yeah,
1: understand really. that. I can yeah. understand yeah. that. that
5: uh, those yeah. noises.
1: I could tell you. I mean, just based on the yeah. preview stuff, it's not. It, it's it's going yeah, <laughs> to be just fine. Yeah, it's going to be just
4: fine. But to go back on Travis's statement, he, like to me, I think God of War is one of it's. It is top three. My favorite game of all time. And this okay. is coming really? from someone that's never liked God of War. Okay. Uh, I've been playing through them because uh, back when I was a kid, my mom was very religious. She was just like, I, I saw 60 Minutes uh, interview in this show. This game is, is, is against God or something. And so she wouldn't let me <laughs> play those God games. So I never connected with Kratos because he was just unconnectable. Uh, but I love God of War 2018. But I agree, Travis. There are problems with it. Like it, uh, though. I'll say, like it's a masterpiece. It's it's almost perfect. Yeah. Like I, I am fighting the same ogre with a, with a massive like column for a club, uh, 18 times. But the ride that I'm on is so enjoyable that it is easy for me to look past that I did just fight the you know this ogre 15 times because. Yeah. The moment where I'm it just, it that just dragon, down,
3: it, it just comes yes. down to like how much do you care about those things? Because for me, the thing I'm actually doing in the game is probably more important than a lot of people who really like those linear games. Like, the, the reason I'm harder on Last of Us than most people is because the game part of it is probably its weakest element, and that's the part that I am criticizing the most. I'm spending mm-hmm. a lot of my brain power and my time thinking about like why it could have been better. So, um, yeah, for you, it sounds like you care about like the story and the journey more than and you're willing to overlook a lot of the stuff when it comes to gameplay and that yeah it's about the, the
4: journey, look. the pacing there has to be a good hook to the gameplay, don't get me wrong. Like I love Returnal because the gameplay is so damn good. I love yeah, you Go get of Physician because I love that game.
3: That game is yeah. a fantastic game. Yeah, just but
4: the pacing like that's the reason like the my flaw for The Last of Us Part Two is like that game is way it spends so way too much time. Issues.
1: Severe. Severe. The last of us Part Two is destroyed by its pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does yeah. have a really good. Pace. If, if you and took
3: the endings, exactly, I was thinking that game was over, it was like, Lord well, of the
4: well it's or, because
0: you know. they tr- don't. No, I'm not. That's well, not going to do. I'm not going.
4: To. That was that was my like, you know, man, I really that love was it. my problem need with you to it. go into it. But I do love that game, and I do <laughs> love the story that it tells, and I think mechanically far superior from the last of us part one so
0: let me ask this and 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 this is i hope i can say this in a way that people know i'm being genuine and obviously not just pointing but one of the things that kind of annoyed me about god of war is uh, not kind of annoyed me that's not really fair because i love that game to death but it it when you play it right it does have that sony first party in the last five years stamp on it it feels very similar to their other games third person You've got this very basic upgrade tree. You kind of find stuff that you upgrade this basic way in, and it's supposed to—that's supposed to be your character progression. Very similar to Horizon One, very similar to Ghost of Tsushima, and they, they just—that's not a bad thing. I'm, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It just that the continued familiarity can either be good for you, and you can enjoy that, and say, "I immediately know what I'm doing here." Or for others, I think I'm more akin to. Damn it, this is too similar. The same complaints yeah. I have with some Ubisoft games. This is too so similar. Sony, Sony I, I don't Sony have as big of a
1: for the UB game problem.
0: Yeah. Say it again. I don't, I don't have
3: as big of a problem with uh, God of War. I think that it kind of fit there. You're right. They went yeah. they put it through the the Sony Art House factory and then it came out the other <laughs> yeah. side looking like a Sony Art House game, but uh I I uh I do have a huge problem with Uncharted 4. I Uncharted 1 through 3 are some of my favorite games of all time. I Choose love the those goat, games. Man. And two, is two is so awesome. good, and then when you play four, it feels like they took the joy out of that game to make it feel like a Sony art house game. And Travis, it, it, I want to give you so much. a big
1: kiss on the lips, my man. Dude, <laughs> I, I hate 4. it
3: so much because it's like, what happened to the overtop silliness and the joy and the, the fun, and the, the, the adventure?
1: The fun. I make fun of Uncharted Four so much because they give you that goddamn slow, dour version of yeah. the Uncharted theme, and it's so much like the company that brought you the last of us we went from like climbing a ship that was
3: destroying itself to like uh getting your your jeep out of the mud for like a full yeah. level like it just it, oh my god it actually so it's a,
4: funny god. you say that it's the reason why i don't like red dead redemption 2 <laughs> it's yeah. like i don't need i don't need my horse's Oh, here we go! Oh, I see. I, see, I see. They're, I don't they're need going to for the... a completely different game there. Though. I don't need to. I don't need to get the long gun out of the the horse every goddamn time I, like I this get thing. out they're of the horse. This
1: segment we just tear apart people's favorite games. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> and in, each other for that matter. I, I'm not, but I'm at the same exact time as much as I. Again, I think Red Dead Redemption red, red is goddamn boring and so goddamn predictable. Are you still way, going? So predictable. Mute you. No, but in, in in like it's Ain's favorite game. I'm not gonna.
5: Yeah.
4: it's fine <laughs> you know I'm not, I'm not i'm not i'm not gonna make it my personality
1: that i hate red dead
3: redemption 2 does a lot of stuff but yeah i think make it fun even though it is a little bit dour but yeah i, I get one of the best open worlds
1: one of the horrors
0: perspective badly paced stories yeah no absolutely oh actually one of my complaints we're in our look at this no i one of my complaints of red dead 2 is pacing actually yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they go over US the same beats
1: issues. again and again and again. That Red Dead Redemption Two is a good game that is trapped between the open worlds that they're creating, which are unbelievably awesome, and the mission design from really circa Grand Theft Auto Three, uh, yep. and and repeating it in a story that I think just got overwritten because it took so long to make that it, it just loops and loops and loops on itself. So.
4: I I called that one character getting tuberculosis three hours before it happened. Yeah. That's how predictable
1: it
0: is. If you're gonna make fun of that, uh, I'm coming through the screen. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't Ains even agree that. Off it's like, everybody and he's
1: taking over the rest of the show. <laughs> Grand Theft
2: Auto no. Three at least had options <clears throat> in your, you know, in in, in, in your main mission storyline. You know, you could do several different things to get to the same point. You're pretty much hamstrung on. It's
1: because there's 2. no character you're, development in Grand. Well, the, 3. Big, the biggest issue with well, RDR Two for me really is like if you if you take a step off to the left where they didn't want you. It's like, ah, oh, you're off the mission trail. Restart, right. And it's like, That's the biggest Ugh. issue. Ugh. <laughs> because
2: everything else is so great, like yes. you said. You know, and yes, everything Morris else is, awesome. is so, yeah, it's so, you know, Gavin, you never found him. Gavin. You know, I mean, that kind of stuff is so amazing. And then you get into these very, very linear uh, single-player stuff. That was my biggest complaint. Yes, I would artists. love to it's think.
1: So yeah, I would love to think that Rockstar has been working on mission design. Uh, for yeah. the past uh, 10 years, but I suspect they're just working on how to sell you shark cards
0: pretty much. Pretty much, probably. So, let, let's cover this real quick. We just made fun of Last of Us God yes. Of War, yes, Red Dead, Red Dead, Dead 2. 2. Yes, mm-hmm. what else can we tackle while we're here today? Well, well Matthews, the the last let's talk about Halo Matthews. Infinite's worst open worst world. <laughs> well,
1: I Matt could talk about uh Mass Persona back, 5 right, and every JRPG that you love, yeah. Yes, Travis hates Persona 5, I don't, I don't hate it. I
4: do. not I do. I fell asleep twice. Oh God!
0: Parts, Am certain, I the only one who of likes the, Persona Five
3: here?
4: No, no I, no, I Persona love 5, Persona fantastic.
3: Five. I'm going to replay it again in, on Xbox. Okay. I just, Ooh. I, I just don't like certain things about it, and the people forgive it because they go, "Oh, that's part of the JRPG genre," and I go, "No, no, 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 it, <laughs> You don't get to just hand wave that. If it's a bad game design, it's bad game design. So
0: I agree so. with that. Oh, Uncharted Four as well. VG Doc said we we insulted Uncharted. That's right. Uncharted we 5. did that. Yeah. 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 Thankfully, yeah. so it's overrated. We, uh, should call said, we should started. call this
1: show Your Sacred Cow is Ugly. <laughs> Uncharted 4 <laughs> is the, the long trip down pretension lane for Naughty Dog. Yeah.
0: That's a great title for Uncharted 4 because I love Uncharted. Nathan Drake is, I would, uh, yeah, I'd say Nathan Drake's probably my favorite PlayStation kind of character. I love the Uncharted games. And Uncharted 4, <laughs> again, boy, it boy, felt yeah. like The Last of Us 2 to me, where it's like, why did you add all this? The pacing of it is just horrendous when you had so great long. Yeah, Uncharted 2 and 3. I mean, 3 is still great, even though it's not as it good, good as 2, in my opinion. They
3: managed to make a heist but. boring
0: in Uncharted <laughs> 2. They have a grappling hook <laughs> now. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, how did you, why? Not every game has to be 40 hours long. Like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Anyway. You no, know, I think I think
1: Naughty We Dog, at some point, we can talk about it. I think Naughty Dog's got problems, right? I am not ex- at all excited about The Last of Us Remake. I have no idea what else is in there. to me
4: it's it's like you you for when it comes to the playstation studios you come for naughty dog you stay for insomniac (laughs) like that's that's how i feel
1: (laughs) insomniac is so vastly superior to naughty dog in my opinion on what they're making right now it's not even close
0: yeah they yeah sarko who if you don't know sarko our regular uh, brother over here season gaming he is famously despises last of us two despises it it and his comment is, I kind of wish Abby had gotten TB, tetanus, diabetes 1 and 2, pneumonia, COVID, and poison ivy. Well, that's uh, rough. Yeah. That rough. Yeah. He uh he, he, like God, me, damn. did not care for the direction of that I game. I talked
3: to so. him about that at, when we were at GCX. Yeah, he really oh, does I not see. like
0: us, too. Yeah. Know, right, have I have
1: a video it. on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone who, who dislikes it as much as Sark, honestly. But anyway, yeah. Um, Let's move over and talk about good games again. We've this was fun. We on. should
1: have like just a hate episode. At some <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> just get them all you out know, there.
0: I hate zero of the games
3: that were just mentioned. Just to be no clear, no, i just I just, just don't think they should be above criticism. Oh my should god!
1: Above... I'm not calling you out, Travis. I just mean as a concept, <laughs> it's kind of fun. No, and so, so I think kind of I think it's kind of fun for the reasons you say, Travis. Not to not to add negativity, but to point out. That things can always be improved. Human beings aren't are an imperfect species, and it's fun to look at those things. You want to you want to hit the things that are a problem with Final Fantasy VI at some point, or Star Control II, or The Witcher Three. I think that's fun too because yep. nothing is perfect. But I, I very much enjoyed that conversation. I'm sure the comments that I can't see through this format yeah, we're getting are getting plenty are genteel and very nice about the things that I said. <laughs> well, actually, don't he- get
4: me started on Witcher Three's combat, y'all there you joe,
0: go so joe, joe just Did go play two um
3: because dang <laughs> hogan i are on the opposite ends of that one i think hogan i agree uh um, well, but...
1: I, I like i like the i again i think it feeds the narrative
0: of being a witcher so i mean we can yeah it does yeah, we can talk about that later yeah. Yeah. yeah um what we're gonna do and anyone in the chat with us or listening to this later anyone who watches this episode will be prepared but what we should do is post on twitter what is your favorite game of all time I- with no other context, right? Yeah. Have yes. people list out like 30 different games. And then that's a great we tell, idea. We do a big yeah. cast special where we, we just dissect all of them. Yeah. We just tell you,
3: we tell you what's wrong with your favorite game.
0: <laughs> what's wrong with your favorite game is a
3: great
1: episode. idea. All right? Right. We're, we're doing
0: that. We're doing that. Everyone who's here with us right now, market, we're doing it. Don't <laughs> let us get away. We will do that as an episode. Uh, I mean, love that's it. It's going to be great. All right. So, to, to turn us back to a positive note here, October is shaping up to be one of those classic video game months um, that we get where there's a ton of releases that kind of interest, you know, a wide swath of, of uh, interest here. So we're getting in October, as of right now, again, assuming no delays, assuming blah, 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 blah. Enter your caveat there. We're getting... Um, the hell i put ptr in the notes i don't even remember what the hell. a oh, plague tale requiem I was yeah. like, Let's PTR. um plague tale requiem modern warfare 2 which we've talked about is going to the sales of that game are going to be astronomical that's sure um, going
1: to be a modern warfare game
0: yeah i know uh high on life the game from the ricky morty creators are getting forespoken we're probably not because that game is broken and dead and, are we uh,
1: forgetting forespoken i don't know <laughs> here's
0: here's for hoping
1: that that game plays a lot better than it looks
0: yeah hey, i doubt
1: uh up. guardians of the galaxy okay.
0: midnight right.
1: look travis you keep trying to lead me to guardians of the galaxy that was the biggest shift that i've had in maybe 10 years but here's hoping for it again
0: <laughs> square enix midnight it? suns Persona Five Royale, like we said, releasing on Xbox.
1: Suns, uh, the game they're afraid to show you.
0: True. <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights, Scorn, Slime Rancher 2. We're getting yes! the we're getting the expansion for Resident Evil Village. Uh, um, and reverse relaunches. And that's just what we know as of this as of today, obviously, a few months in advance. So um, what, if anything, we talked about Plague Tale Requiem already, but you guys pump for any of these games, or where are you on these?
1: Slime Rancher 2, baby. <laughs> Agree I with Hoag. That game's rancher. sick. Okay, game is just awesome. to be clear, I'm the dad of two daughters. It is going to be madness in Hogue House for Slime <laughs> Rancher 2 day. I just want you to know, we might have Slime Rancher desserts. We might have gelatin ready. Uh, slime Rancher 2 is going to be big time.
0: I want to see you set up a living room with multiple TVs and multiple slime ranchers going at the same time, like a LAN okay. party. Hoag, I,
3: I have a request. Hoag, yeah, can you get your daughter's cowgirl outfits so they look like they're like ranchers? Oh, you know what? Because
0: that sounded weird at first, at least yeah, cowboy different.
1: hats. I think.
3: Yeah, cowboy hats, maybe scarf, maybe they have like boots with uh, spurs on them, something like yeah, that. I, mean, I want them the to be like ranchers. Rancher, they've
1: got a kind of space. Space. <laughs> I know. I know on. they do. Yeah, I played Slime Rancher, but I just, yeah. I
3: like the the literal interpretation. Like, we're getting ready to we're getting ready to ranch. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> oh, they are so excited about Slime Rancher, too. And if you well, uh, I'm excited
4: for Plague Tale, to be honest. Out of all the games sure. in the month of October, I think it's that and Midnight Suns I'm probably the most excited for. Uh I loved Plague Tale Innocence. Uh the end did get a little wonky and weird. But if they <laughs> learn like the some ending. lessons from that ending and you know, seeing What's Amelia's wrong with the
3: just the, the craziness of it is what you know. Yeah, like?
4: the like super power like, rat like, things.
3: Supernatural, oh, I like you know that. what
0: I mean? Like the curve yeah. it
4: but like it doesn't like it to me it doesn't curve naturally it's just like it just it just spikes all the way up it's like all of a sudden it's god mode but um to me i i I like seeing amelia's kit being upgraded so she has more than just a sling like it seems like now she's got like a crossbow with her and she's more capable in combat which is cool um i do love the stealth elements from Tale innocence so much so i'm i'm all on board for Plague Tale, and when it comes to Midnight Suns, well, God, the developer name Firaxis, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love almost every game that they touch. So, like, I I'm a big uh, XCOM fan. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge Civilization fan. So anything that they touch, I'm on board with. I love Marvel. So this this gives me the the weird '90s Marvel energy that's been like missing
0: for a very very long time for twenty okay. plus years. Okay, I am. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited. I know, like Hogue, I may have to mute him here, but Resident Evil Village was so good that
5: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually excited for this expansion because it, it seems like if you know the ending of Village and where they're obviously setting up for whatever the ninth game is, um, it seems like this expansion oh, is going to be is going to be the uh, kind of stopgap, right? Uh, and it's third part, a third person, excuse me. And it's it's diving into the supernatural aspects of Resident Evil again, uh, so I think this expansion could be really good. I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, I can't remember and, how it
3: ended. I remember really liking it though. Well, now, wait a minute. I, Did
1: you say supernatural aspects of Resident Evil? Isn't Resident Evil famously not supernatural? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, because she, you, they go. I always forget the name of it, the Mega or whatever the the actual. Yes, fungus that kind of caused all this and she's going into this world they showed in the preview of it so there's like there's supernatural things at play that you could do in the game did you see okay. the trailer for it i'm probably I not the trailer for it for well, I,
1: I saw but... a village and i was out
0: so watch the trailer you'll see what i mean like okay she's almost in like uh she's not in reality the whole time okay so, so it's like it's, a, in... it's
1: like one of travis's far cry expansions <laughs> yeah, yeah, or so. uh
0: evil within wait is that a spoiler what
1: evil no evil evil within yeah evil within you're going into various things that's
0: true yeah yeah evil win great games by the way i actually am really looking forward to high life too i'm not even like a big rick and Morty guy or or anything like that but the game just looks hilarious uh yeah. so i'm i'm excited about that comedy
3: well. games comedy it's
1: games. free to me <laughs>
0: i guess <laughs> and quite frankly i don't i don't get into call of duty much anymore i don't care for the it just doesn't do it for me from a competitive we can all standpoint. agree
1: that that's the one that's going to sell the most out of this, this oh know. it's going
0: yeah. to blow records away but what i am part of modern warfare 2's launch is Warzone 2's launch that's coming this fall too okay and so i'm i'm interested to see how they tie the modern warfare 2 aesthetic into a new Warzone, which is supposedly being It's being built from the ground up and has been for a couple years now to replace Warzone. Um, and just from a battle royale perspective, Warzone actually did some things really well. And from what I hear, it's kind of trailed off and gotten not so good, which is kind of this is their relaunch. So I'm just hoping that's really good because if it's done well, I do. I do like a good battle royale. I will put a lot of time into that.
1: Their plan to kind of combine their assets, especially across things like Black Ops and Modern Warfare, didn't really work so it it diluted their war zone and so this is them
0: burning it to the ground and restarting pretty much that's exactly what they're doing yeah this is their reset and modern warfare if you're not aware the modern warfare reboot from 2019 i believe uh is the best-selling call of duty of all time and it's Uh, a completely
1: different approach like i mean completely different is too strong but it it has a different feel it's a weighty
0: um kind
1: of call of duty compared to then they go back to black ops and people are like oh yeah that's old call of duty um, yep. but they're now they're now going all in on that on the modern warfare approach to Call of Duty.
0: Yep, and it's Infinity Ward, which I think is the best of their studios. Um, so I just yeah, I'm excited about that. It's the only time I'll get excited for Call of Duty, pretty much like once every three or four years.
1: I think it's right. If you if you have any notion of liking Call of Duty, this is the one. Uh, but they, that that trailer of like shooting up a boat, and I'm like, no, I'm done. I've been there. I'm yeah. out. It's true. See, uh like
4: Modern Warfare 2 has me excited strictly okay. for the same reason. Ain't said uh Infinity Award is the best studio yeah. that they have. And it's a more, you're right, weighty experience where like Treyarch, I feel like I'm like on a cloud floating. I'm great at those games. Yeah. But like to me, it's just like I'm I'm actually a little bit too fast. And I feel like SMGs and Treyarch games are usually broken as all hell. So to me, I actually do prefer the more weighty. Uh, experience coming from the modern warfare games so oh, i probably do a little worse in them but i, I think yeah. this will
1: be the best one since modern warfare 2019. Uh, yep. i i'm just it's like yeah all right yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, now the only thing i'm excited for aside from Tail, obviously is the modern warfare 2 single player part of it okay. okay and you know and that's it like everything else can just take a hike. <laughs> uh what now you guys explain this i mean i played persona 5 and I wanted to punch myself in the face about two hours in. Yeah, you don't want to play Royal then. Royal, what is Royal? Is that just like an expansion? No, it's not. So
1: when they do these ones like Golden and Royal, they Uh kind of go into the entirety of the experience and add quality of life stuff and change some various Uh things, and then they add on the expansion to the end. So if Persona okay. Five wasn't long enough for you, it's now twenty five <laughs> hours longer. Yeah. Um, and and, and everything goes back and like they, they make tweaks throughout. Royal is a better experience than five. But if you wanted to punch yourself in the face from five, this did not change that for you. Okay. Yeah. Good. So okay. I, I
3: I think Royal is like more aimed at me, a guy who liked the game generally, but had a just a mountain of complaints that like just about the game and i've been told that royal fixes a lot of my complaints they
1: changed whole great. aspects of the way the labyrinth worked they changed a bunch of stuff they changed Good. interactions in the dungeons and and save points and things i like also that.
3: hear the cat doesn't tell you to go tell you what to do as often which yes they that. they I reduced the aloys
1: call outs
0: portion of <laughs> persona 5 yeah i hated that i can put this in my stash <laughs> <laughs> That so, we've we joked about it not to take us off topic again, but I went from Elden Ring to that, and Aloy yelling at me every 10 seconds. It wasn't the off.
1: stash that got to me, it was like the walking into a cave mouth and she being going? like, I bet I need to move that minecart. Yeah, somewhere. she tells
0: you what to do, like, like, like as
1: you walk in. Terrible.
4: <laughs> that is if there's any like a sonification of games, that is uh, Horizon Forbidden West, yeah, like that is like the oh, I, I've seen this element before, I, I've seen this, this is from Uncharted. Nice yeah. rope physics, physics, all that type of stuff. Well, well, you know, I feel so like they, they did they,
1: interviews on this that they, uh, that I think I brought up in DMs months ago or whatever. That was like, we when we put it in front of test audiences, they were getting too confused. So we added all these call outs. So it was like, oh my God, you need to make that a toggle. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 I mean, yes. it's like they paid Ashley Birch like so much money. And they're like, we have to really kind of justify, you know, how much we paid her. So... Let's add in all these dialogue options. I wonder if there's a
1: tunnel under there. Yeah. It's like all of that, all of that. It's
2: not just her. If you really, I mean, I've, you know, played through it 300 something hours. Apparently you you have. Yeah. Like everybody else helped. Like if you're with somebody else, they'll tell you as well. They'll they'll say, hey, you know, you know, maybe you should look over there, Aloy. You know, right underneath (laughs) that rock. You know, I mean, they they, they don't stop. I mean, those barrels are
1: explosive. I wonder if we could use them.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Got it. Got it. Everybody, like, literally will, will tell you what to do. And it's, it's just, gosh. I, mean, I love Horizon Forbidden West. But,
1: man, too. if they could give me a toggle there. Woo.
2: Yeah, that's, that, that would be the best thing. I'm playing through it on, like, ultra hard right now, which is something I'd never do on <laughs> any game. But <laughs> I, Tell gotten, us
1: when you cross 500 hours, Dan.
2: Uh, I'm getting there, man. Was it 320-something now? Gee, Christmas. <laughs> and then, yeah, between that and then – I'm also again playing Ghost of Tsushima for some reason, again for like the fourth time. But see, you know, we, we talked about these games where you know, it's always kind of that Sony, you know, mold. But that is what I like, you know, and that's and it's like sure. comfort food for me. You and a lot. You know? And 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 it's it's I don't have the you know I won't say I don't have the time. I just don't have the skills to invest in something like Elden Ring or something like even an ultra hard mode in Horizon. You know, it's still fairly simple, I guess, if you, you know, know what you're doing.
1: Compared and to what these three guys say is easy, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah. I mean, I, it's not about timing; it's about knowing how to use y- your skills and stuff. It's not about oh, I got to parry at this very second. You know, when when this flashes his tail flashes, or something. it's not really that. It's more just knowing, you know, how to build your character and how to, you know, use Well, I don't that blame you for Sushima.
1: I don't blame you for Sushima at all. That's one of the games I go back to to be like, this is a great combat, makes me feel like a bad guy. Right, Sometimes it, you just want to right, do it. Yeah,
2: exactly that's exactly why it
0: my favorite open world game. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's Sushima's excellent. Look, yeah, at, no look at No matter what Ains is, Sushima is excellent. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just not. It combat it's excellent. Is not it was good good my, my game,
1: game of the year, Ains. So I tell oh you oh what. Oh my
0: god, what a bad
4: game. Hogue is a man of fine taste. We're going
0: way more than I thought we would, Hogue. I I love it because you're known as Mr. Bad Take, so it's only just you know joining forces. Uh,
1: (laughs) You know, as a regular here, I get used to this, but it's fun. Ghost of Tsushima is fantastic. It's okay. I have no have bad takes. It's all right. I've allowed you to espound the virtues of Elden Ring for months and months and months.
3: (laughs) This is true,
0: for good reason.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ghost of Tsushima is a very
1: solid eight out of ten.
0: I completely agree with Travis. One hundred percent. How many
1: times could you have said that during this episode? Yeah, uh, I said seven earlier. We're talking about a lot of good games.
3: Okay, it's not really fair, but yeah, yeah. it's a solid. <laughs>
0: yeah, the combat is. That's not exactly good. what I said when it came out. Like I don't have anything necessarily against it, but it's it's an eight. It's a good game. Great good game. game. Great game. Well, I'm not an it's IGN. Eight. I
4: wrestler. just I, I saw one comment. I needed I need to. King Levy writes: Ghost is a downgraded Sekiro. How?
3: Well, uh, well, what is
1: way downgraded
3: well that's not even that's that's it's
4: totally, subjective. totally I mean, they're, different
1: they're a, they're aimed mean, at completely different objectives yeah. totally
4: exactly. two they're different very games. different games
0: they are very different very different
4: king Levy you need you need
3: class ghost of tsushima has a much larger common denominator <laughs> than sekiro so it's going to please probably more fans but it's uh yeah. well, you
0: it's it's the play, it's what goes back to what we were talking about it's the playstation model uh their, their first party it's got that stamp so it's yeah. very familiar. It's um, God but. damn, that Sekiro combat just Sekiro just combat nice. is like Yeah. Uh, I would not unmatched. compare
3: those games. Why are you comparing Sekiro to Ghost of Tsushima just because they're both Japanese inspired? Like I don't understand why you compare those two. But
1: I think that's enough, Travis. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both have samurai blades. It's no.
3: more similar to like Assassin's Creed. You should you should compare yep. it to Valhalla.
1: Ghost it's, of Tsushima is clearly Assassin's Creed. That's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I agree with other people. I know a lot of people have said this, but I agree. It, it did Assassin's Creed better than Assassin's Creed Valhalla did. Like, Probably. yeah. 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 Well, Valhalla. Valhalla. it's better than
1: Valhalla. So Odyssey is the best Assassin's Creed of the modern variety. Tsushima uh, is one of the things I really like about Tsushima.
0: <laughs> <laughs> should have I done it wrong. Go, ahead, Ho, go yeah. ahead, I'm laughing because Joe just keeps agreeing with you. I, know. I also agree
3: with Hogue on this one. Odyssey's
1: so Tsushima. One. one of the things I really like about it is I think it takes a much more conservative approach to putting things on the map for you to do. There's a lot more lyricism and tone poem qualities of the distance you travel between spots. And it's not that kind of, as much as I love Yubi game, it's not that kind of throw up on the map type yeah. of feel to go to Tsushima. That's one of the things I really, really like about it. Um, but yeah, it's an Assassin's Creed game. It's it's the Assassin's Creed game in that era that should have been made when people asked for it from Assassin's Creed 10 years ago. Uh, but it, that doesn't take away anything from what I like, because I love that kind of um, historical tourism uh, adventure game uh, world. in Tsushima, certainly because it's not trying to make a 150-hour game, is uh, more approachable, more understandable, and honestly, by the time you get to the end of it, tells a nice, interesting story uh, about the nature of vigilantism, mercy, honor, and the rest. So, I mean, I I love Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Me too. Nice. It's a good game. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, last thing I want to touch on today, boys, is uh, Nintendo Direct which uh, they haven't officially announced yet, but everyone kind of assumes <laughs> it's coming this week uh, because it's been leaked, if you will, to some people. Not the Direct itself, but that they're going to have one. So what just really what I wanted to talk about here is you think about we're nearly in July. Uh, Nintendo, they they have a good slate of games kind of coming. We know Splatoon 3 is coming on September, <laughs> September 9th. Oh, I know Joe's a big Splatoon fan That's as right. well, Hogue, So I got uh, the hat gonna, and everything to prove it.
1: <laughs> Platoon 3, my God, you know, the hints that they've had about Splatoon 3 apparently potentially letting you decorate your own apartment. Hogue House, again, like Slam Rancher 2 okay. is. Uh, I was going
3: to ask if this was a daughter inspiration thing or if you like it because it doesn't seem like a type of game you'd like since it's primarily PvP.
1: Uh, I like. I I really am uh, very enthusiastic about what Nintendo put together when they originally came up with the Splatoon plan for kind of bringing that kind of game to what is their primary demographic. I think they were pretty brilliant in that. I think adding on to Splatoon 2 with kind of a little PvE element, doing a little bit more of the timed events was a great evolution. I'm a little bit more unclear as to what the primary evolution is in Splatoon 3, but yes, my youngest daughter loves it so much i think i've even told this story here is that in general around my house one of us will just yell splatoon 3 and the other will yell splatoon 3 back
3: oh,
1: um yeah, so that's cute. nice yeah. those games yeah, i awesome.
4: love i love splatoon i think it's yeah. it's probably nintendo's best new ip it's the reason i play i pay for nintendo online yeah Yep.
3: Yeah. it's, it's so great right.
0: Go on, See, we just are in violent uh, agreement
1: here. Splatoon's excellent. We don't have. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that here.
0: I I, I have not enjoyed it in the past, um, but I am open. You play the to PVE
3: it. for Splatoon two? It's kind of surprisingly
0: good.
1: It is very good.
0: Uh, very briefly, so like I said, I am not I'm not well versed enough on Splatoon to speak to it uh, compared to you guys, especially. So I will be open to trying Splatoon three. I hope it grabs me. I'd love to play something on my Switch. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, so, You're not playing
1: and, three houses.
0: No. <laughs> Okay. No, I am not. It's a good game, though. Sure. I hope people are enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get back to triangle strategy at some point, but uh, that's another topic entirely. Um, But what do you think? You know, we've got kind of two huge games sitting out there, right? We know Breath of the Wild 2 got pushed to next year already. Whoa, whoa, Um, whoa.
1: You mean... The sequel to Breath of the Wild, The Legend of Zelda. That's right. (laughs) He's right, Ames.
0: God, read up. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, God. Well, isn't the
1: working assumption that the title is something that is going to give away something, and that's why they refuse to sell it? It's going to be called
3: Breath of the Wild Wii.
1: (laughs) It's going to be Breath of the Wild, yes, you play as Zelda, is the subheading, and they just couldn't give that title out early. It's going to be
0: exclusive on the new Switch U. I can't. Be- right. I
3: can't believe that this game was ever supposed to come out this year, and we thought that it that anybody thought it was going to come out this year when it doesn't have a title. Last
0: year, they showed yeah. it
3: for last year,
0: and then it was supposed to come out this year, and yeah, then we still they- don't know the title. Or well, but
1: so we did people. get we did get the full apology video for that and Metroid, right? I mean, like there's the, Nintendo's been uh, trying to set the stage for the issues that they're having. Do you think yeah.
4: they're going to actually put dungeons in this game this time?
0: I hope so.
1: They must. No, so
4: no one hope.
3: That's like the main piece of that, and weapons breaking are like the two things people always. Weapons breaking on. isn't going anywhere. I'm, oh, I, I don't care. I don't care all. about weapons breaking. Right. I care about the dungeons, though.
1: Yeah,
4: I get I that. care at the rate they break, it annoys me. Yeah,
1: they could. It could <laughs> yeah. They could tweak that.
4: And the introduction of the master sword, then like, you know, need all these other doodads. You got the, yeah, yeah. You got it. Let them, let them
3: break.
1: Who cares? Let's just just make some dungeons. Damn it, Let's make
0: a better yeah. game. Um, yeah. So I- <laughs> well, I mean, I
1: think we could all agree that Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game, and a yeah, we all agree, with, agree with that statement. Yeah, I think we're all in. We all agree with mm-hmm. that. That's easy. I think
4: it has a, some really great ideas.
1: Yeah.
4: And some really bad ideas. Why
3: are Hogan <laughs> and I getting and then, along so much this episode?
4: Are we? It's the lake. It's the
3: lake. You know how it is. It's the lake, dude. Yeah. He's chilled off he's a little bit. Bob and Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, I'm sad we're not talking about Star Wars this episode. Okay. <laughs> anyway.
0: But uh, so, Breath of the Wild 2, or yes, the next Legend of Zelda. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Bayonetta 3, don't forget, has been sitting out there for years now. <laughs> sure. Uh, that is supposed to be coming as well. Do you think we see either or both of those games in this direct? Uh, we're not getting Breath
1: of the Wild 2 stuff.
4: No. Yeah. No, no okay. I not. don't even think we get Bayonetta stuff because if this is third party, then it's also coming to other platforms. Yeah, you would assume. No, I Bayonetta, think, uh,
1: it'll, well, it'll Bayonetta 3 is, a, is is third party, it, okay, yes. it's just funded right. by Nintendo. All right, so it'll, then it'll yeah. come late.
3: Uh, yeah, possibly. I think we we'll get think some, some bigger, bigger indie probably, stuff. Now. I think we probably just see like Splatoon and stuff that's coming out pretty soon, like Xenoblade. Xenoblade's coming out next month, July 29th. So but now the, the, I, the I,
1: leaks are that it's a third party. You think we're getting first party stuff? Uh,
3: yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe it's just not stuff we're I, I I would th- I would say Bayonetta 3 is probably the most likely. I definitely not Metroid, definitely not Breath of the Wild, uh and maybe some of the more like upcoming releases. They might throw like a Xenoblade commercial in there, you know what I mean? Cuz they got yeah,
1: the, yeah, you could you could have first party references to stuff coming up, especially Xenoblade yeah. because it's so close. But yeah. like, I, I expect this one to be one of those ones where maybe there's some cool stuff, but it's not stuff that's predictable. It's going to be like some weird mech game yeah. with aliens invading the moon, uh, and then it's going to be, you know, something where you right. uh, cloud yeah. versions of
4: games that came out five years ago.
1: You will get, you will get an announcement like that. Maybe a get, Smash get Bros. Excited. character.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if there's guys. a Smash Brothers character, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, they are they done smash with smash bros they are done. They did
3: the second season passed but there's no
0: third one
1: they have said it's done but yeah if they, if, yeah, if they announce a character that that'd be uh, everybody
0: loses their mind yeah yeah, yeah. uh Drudwin says uh, i don't think we get a proper direct until september because like you said Hope, you said it's supposed to be mostly third party so um that's kind of disappointing for me. It depends what they show, of course. We don't know if they show some good stuff. Great. Um, but I'm, I'm really waiting to see, like, from a first-party perspective, I need to see Metroid. I need to see what Breath of the Wild sequel is. I need to see Donkey Kong somewhere. Um, I just want to see more out of traditional Nintendo first-party. And I know you reviewed Strikers, uh, Travis, and... Um, what I've seen out of that game is a lot of people kind of echo what you said in your review, which is really good game, really fun with no content. Yeah, it's uh, just it,
3: it also just is Mario Strikers again. Like it doesn't really change anything about the formula, but it is super fun. I was playing it yesterday, actually.
1: It's yeah. a good game. It is. You guys are good. good back and forth there, but it is. You better like just playing Strikers.
4: Yep,
3: it's like one mini-game in Mario Party, and that's, you know, you gotta really love I think the, really big, love
4: like the, the big surprise for them, like, the thing that I'm expecting out of this third-party thing is, like, hopefully we, still, we see Silk Song's, like, release date. Or at okay. window. You okay. know, maybe we see, see games that. like Sea of Stars. Like, like Nintendo's third-party stuff...
1: Sea of Stars is a big one for them. Sea of Stars will be at this. That is a good call.
4: Yeah, because, like, they're... Like, we have to, like divorce the idea of like what is third party to Nintendo is way different than like PlayStation or Xbox like their third party showcase is like hey look at this 360 game it's being ported to the switch isn't this fun now um you know stuff like that uh, is is what I'm expecting from from Nintendo that and like bigger indie stuff that you know maybe would lend to their own like this is bigger than a nindy world or whatever they call it now type of type of event so i i think like silk song and like sea of stars are are big ones for it
1: i don't think silk song wants to give its release date because i don't think it's this year
4: i i need I it to it. I think I, it again to i got a fan it. critic league and uh i really need to you knock think song is this year? It. I, yeah i think it's this right. how confident are you travis 80 uh,
1: okay. percent.
4: i think
1: <laughs> it's, i think 90. it's quarter one next year so huh? you think huh? it's a
4: I need it to be again. I got a fantasy critic league. Sean Capri of the Xbox Drive picked no Xbox games in his
0: f- fantasy league, and is winning right now. I okay. can't <laughs> allow that. <laughs> so you you picked that Silk Song releases this year, and he's twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh,
1: Seriously, no, it's going to come
3: out this year. We we've seen that game, and it looks very complete. It looks like, it does, but it looked complete
1: like a, two years ago or whenever we saw Silk Song. Like for for that kind of game, you can show will, okay. and make them look complete. I'll abstain. I'll, I'll abstain,
3: but I, I'm I'm pretty confident. Well, we yes. see
1: Chris see, I Pratt's you might Mario. Need, I thought you might need to abstain, Travis, but I, I'm still not as convinced.
0: Okay, it's actually a good question, Joe. Believe it or not, <laughs> you think we got? I don't want it Chris. to be a good question, but it is. Do we see anything to do with the Mario movie? Oh God! Oh yeah, a Chris no. Pratt
1: video. Movies, no.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah no. Oh yes, absolutely. They're gonna do a thing about their movie in July,
3: movie. Or, or in this in this Nintendo Direct. It's supposed to be on the 29th or whatever.
1: Uh, you know, maybe I you you know you, I could totally imagine a sixty second or a hundred twenty second thing. We're bu- we're building Nintendo World in America, yeah. and here's Chris Pratt to show off his Mario voice. Get excited! It's a
4: me, a Mario. <laughs> I can see that. It's me,
0: Mario.
3: I mean, because I like yeah, I think Chris that's Pratt more than he's doing comedy. So. Yeah.
1: Guess. Well, I, I, you know, uh, he can't just hold up his hands at, Mo- at invisible monsters
0: in all of his movies, so we'll see. In case you didn't, in case you didn't see the news, I don't know if you saw it, Dan, or anyone else listening. Is that uh, Chris Pratt is Mario, right? In the upcoming movie, yep. and he said this week that his voice for Mario is going to be unlike you any anything you've ever heard from Mario before. That's right. He's going to be like
2: Australian. Yo, yo,
0: yo! It's
1: Mario. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, I think between Chris Pratt alone and then him saying that uh, just has all of us shaking can, our heads. Can I but show you something? Have been this Gale is a hot Lafini. take. Should have been James. This is going to be the hottest of hot takes.
4: The whole cast for Mario actually makes a whole lot of sense. And I like a lot until we get to Chris Pratt as Mario.
1: It's funny. I'm the exact opposite. I have oh, I, really? Chris Pratt is such an everyman voice. Emmet, his Emmet in Lego movies is fine. Mario will be fine. I could not hate more the really recognizable voices of Seth Rogen and uh, Jack Black. <laughs> it's like that is going to be god awful.
4: I love that dude. Like yeah. Seth Rogen's voice on Donkey Kong is already hilarious because I, like, I
1: hate it so much. You're, He's going to
4: have that laugh. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> as yeah, Donkey Kong, and I'm going to they- lose it. Donkey
3: Kong's supposed to be cool though, dude. He's cool and like that's not what i think well, oh we I found what of...
4: travis liked as a child and it was all the wrong things
3: donkey kong
4: uh oh, like i, I talk about I as like a donkey. character
3: he's supposed to be like a cool dude he's like hip right and that's not what i think of when i think of Seth Rogen. the dk
0: rap yeah, yeah he's supposed to be like uh, no character and Seth i think Rogen... the charlie
4: you know, I'm, so, I'm so sorry Ains. say that again you like donkey
0: kong I said Donkey Kong's my favorite Nintendo okay, character. I'm
1: talking about bad Batman oh.
0: here. Well, I'm surprised it's
1: not Travis's. He wears a tie in all instances. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> he he was watching DK one day. He's like, I will mimic that tie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's the
1: origin story, right? Yeah, High yeah. Guy Travis was just a big Donkey Kong fan.
4: But honestly, Charlie Diaz Luigi may be the most perfect cast. That is character. a perfect casting. Yeah. I cannot wait to that see gonna what be, that movie. That
3: going to be a hot mess, though. There's no oh, sure. Way that movie turns out good. Just
4: sure. no I mean, you know, like the Sonic movie like, is. Who's just but Is it movie, Illumination? But the kids love it. Is,
1: that, is it Illumination that's making it? Who's making it? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think the part of the
3: reason Sonic Sonic worked is because they didn't try to do that thing where they just stuff it with every celebrity, you know what I mean? And the Mario's
1: going the opposite route and those movies are never good. I tend to agree, Travis. This and this is the Illumination House style, which is like you throw things at it, uh, and it's gonna have fourth wall humor and it's gonna have yeah. It's the, it's I, the I I Valentine's Day bad.
3: movie <laughs> approach to you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, always I, I to
1: be bad. But but see Chris yeah. Pratt to me, I, and I I get it, like I, I just don't understand it's like he, it's, it's just a normal ish voice. Mario is going to be like a, a normalish dude. Chris Pratt doesn't have that kind of vo- vocal quality anyway. That's why he's cast in like the Lego movie. Everybody else in this movie, including Charlie Day, is like, oh, yes, you can see them performing their part when they do that. I've always hated that in, in animation. So we'll see. Yeah.
0: yeah it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. If something else, man. Um, all right, well, I guess we'll see what we get from this Nintendo Direct. Obviously, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, let me get to the super chat from Chelsea Nagy. Yeah,
2: thank you, Chelsea. Uh, just want to say hi and loving the conversation. Can't wait for the episode picking apart favorite games.
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> Joe, are we oh, going to uh, have to have you back on
2: for
4: that one? Absolutely, because I got some takes <laughs> that <laughs> cannot be contained.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, you're not allowed to pick apart.
1: We should, it we should be an annual event. We should do it as a roast be fantastic
0: yeah yeah well, okay we'll think about that I'll we'll talk offline yeah that's gonna be a fun one all right anything else you want to see on nintendo guys uh, or that you could expect to see from the show or hoping to see or anything else
2: i'd like to see astral chain 2 but i'm probably the only one in the world that does so. i keep
1: forgetting that game exists until you mention it dan so i appreciate
2: yeah. it no problem I'll throw that out there. Other than that, no, I, really I think there'll care. be some
1: cool stuff. They they work with third parties a lot. Obviously, they have a great working relationship on all the Warriors games. Now that one, just you know, that they're they're going to have that kind of announcement, I would expect. Uh, but uh, no, not not really. I, I'm more interested in Nintendo first party uh, than third.
0: Yeah. Great. All right. I think with that conversation, boys, that's going to wrap us up. Uh, A couple things to close out on here to be aware of. Guys, we are, as we record this, four days away from New Cuphead. And despite my complaints about the content, I am extremely excited about this. Um, I am going to be doing a charity stream uh, where I play it on release. I've never played it before. I'm not reviewing it um so play it for the first time and i'm going to do it in a single stream beginning to end, no matter how long it is or how hard it is so we'll see how that goes um but i'm going to be doing a charity stream so look at the, for that this week i'll be doing some prizes and giveaways during the stream as well so anyone who wants to tune in uh, all of the money on my uh, streams goes to extra life so uh, it could be a lot it could be a lot of fun so i hope to see you there for that uh, a couple of reviews this week like i said phobia the new horror game you'll see a review for that um Game positive. Eric, who writes for the site, is doing a review of a new Turtle Beach X, Xbox controller. You can look for that. And I also sat down, uh, actually a couple of days ago, with Mr. Miles Dompier over at Windows Central, and uh, he and I had a, about an hour and a half long conversation, just one on one, good conversation interview. That'll be going live tomorrow as well. So that may already be live as you're listening. To this. So uh, if you check those things out, I'd appreciate it. With that, Joe, I want to thank you for coming on uh, and guesting. As always, we will have you back for this whatever this roast episode turns out to be. Uh, But for now, mate, um, thanks for coming on and tell people where they can find you.
4: Yeah, man. It's always awesome chatting with you and the guys here at the BitCast. And, uh, yeah, you can check us out, our other show, Cast Co-op, that we reluctantly do with our other co-host, Luke Lore, here on the channel. You can find he me over
0: at night because he sleeps during the day. You know what I mean? <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> and when he does it, when he doesn't get his perfect sleep, extra red under here. It's like the emperor, you know, and every and it's funny because it's it should be like somehow Luke Lohr is the co-host, you know, like that's how he should enter himself in anyway. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can find my show over at P.S. Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find The Trophy Room wherever you get your podcast service of choice. Of course, The Trophy Room is a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday. So check out that show over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the video version over on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. And again, guys, thank you so much for having me.
0: How fast you say that always cracks me up every single time. (laughs) Uh, Travis.
3: Yes. uh, You can watch my review of Outriders World Slayer uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, You can also see my preview for Endless Dungeon if that uh, floats your boat at all. Uh, And then other than that, I've got a few previews coming out. But in terms of reviews, I will be going quiet for a while as I play a 200 plus hour JRPG and give you my thoughts on that. (laughs) when i uh when i'm able to uh, other than that you can follow me on twitter at TyGuyTravis. travis you can hear me talk about destiny on thursdays on the last word podcast and uh for everything else stick with ign oh my god <laughs> <laughs> <So> little, little. <laughs> what just
0: happened oh my gosh he's been and sold, hasn't he they're yeah. <laughs> paying him more <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he was promoted apparently Hogue.
1: Yes. Well, you're not going to find much content from me, I don't think, this coming week, although we might be doing some archival stuff uh, from things from my other uh, videos this past few days. And one of the reasons I think I interjected when this video episode first started was that while it might have been a slow week in video games, it wasn't a slow week in the land of law. Uh, so if you're interested at all in going through the Bruin decision, the Dobbs decision or anything else, we've got videos up on that uh, at the Hoag law YouTube channel. Yes, we don't just talk about video games over in virtual legality uh, and we do our best to be sensitive about sensitive issues, especially in the United States. So if you're interested in that please do check those out. Uh, otherwise you can follow me on Twitter at Hoag law uh, and find other things that might be more palatable than just going over Supreme court decisions uh, on my channel as well. But as I said, uh, I am not going to be doing a lot of content updates this week, but you never know. Uh, so please do come over and visit
0: us over there. There you go. And I hope you're enjoying the, the well-needed rest there. Hoag you've been, uh, You've been crazy with content over the past several weeks. So you well-deserved rest with the family. So that's awesome. True. Chat, you have been uh, awesome as always today. Thank you very much for all our audio listeners who tune in later. uh, Thank you as always. And as always, we are the BitCast, your weekly gaming show covering all things Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, and PC with industry, technical, and legal insight. And we will see you next Sunday. Until then.